ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred thirty four. Like the Arn Anderson four. You'll hear about Arn Anderson ah, later in the show. That's what we call a foreshadowing. And what are we foreshadowing, T-Mac? An interview. An interview. We're interviewing, hey, it's John Cena. John Cena. Not, no, we didn't get John Cena. Uh, no. no. Yeah, that came out at a, an opportune time. John Cena, our janitor, just walked by. For anybody not uh, have been listening to this show since the early, early, early days, we have a janitor uh, here in the studios, and uh, he's been named John Cena. Not John Cena. No. John Cena. Right. Right, it's a subtle difference, and he's a sexist, and he's a he's a chauvinistic f- humorist, but uh, but he does a good job here. Does John Cena? Yep. No, but tonight, we, but tonight's we have- interview, we've lamented many times how there's no pro wrestling training in the Kansas City area where we're at, and not because we're trying to go out and be pro wrestlers, but just that people ask us that, and we're like, there isn't, it doesn't belong, it doesn't happen here. Well, now it does. KC Pro Wrestling is opening. And the coach, Trevor Murdoch, and then Derek McQuinn, also there, and he's their fitness guru. Mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. also a pro wrestler himself. Who's so also he knows a pro how wrestler, to, yep. We talk Both about trained it, under Harley Race. Right, and we talk about it. There's a difference between just fitness for going to 24-hour fitness or you know grabbing some weights and fitness for being a pro wrestler. So I'm excited. We, we had the interview, and I'm still excited. Yeah, We record these interviews earlier so they can get home at a decent time while we slave away for you, the listeners into the wee hours to get this great thing out for you. And honestly, and this is prob- an amazing interview. Yeah, it's probably our best interview. I know we always kind of say that, but this one felt this the is, best we're gonna, one we're gonna instantly. Talk, we're going to talk Arn Anderson. We're going to talk pro wrestling training. So we're going to talk Harley Race because these guys had the, mm-hmm. the the great fortune to train under him. And we're going to talk some Japan stories. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk some stuff, and it's great, and I like it. But T-Mac, how was your week? Decent. Yeah? Yeah, not bad. Uh, nothing okay. too exciting. It as wasn't a weak week? Yeah, yeah. It was just, you know, it happened. It was a week. It was a week. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any, you know, remarkable things happened, but nope. not really. Nope. Just kind of hung out and... Just training, eating. Yeah. Still, living, still podcasting. Podcasting, living. Let's podcast. Let's do it. How about, yeah. well, hold on. Yeah. Let's get, well, how was your week? But fine. Similar. Just yeah. kind of like life stuff, back to grind. Things just picked up busy again, man. Like, we were trying to fit something into the schedule, Mm -hmm. and we were like, oh, crap. Like, next Tuesday, which, you know, by the way, we may have to do the show Wednesday next week. Mm. Um, We were like, well, there's a couple-hour thing in there. Oh, no, never mind. We got to do this. We'll have to do it Wednesday. I'm like, well, no, because I'm going to have to be working Wednesday for Mm. the show. You know, like, we're just – we don't have time. Wow. Once again, getting busy. Getting busy. Grown up. Starting to pick up. Hey, get this one. Okay. Monday. I will be over my lunch hour. Going home. Good. And having a meeting with gentlemen from Anthony's Heating and Plumbing about buying a new air conditioner and furnace. Now, Anthony, the company, not Anthony, uh, my old roommate. No, just Anthony's friend. Plumbing. It's a great company, by the yeah. way. Uh, so plug for that. But uh, uh, 
So I'm going to be buying like a furnace and an air conditioner. I don't know when I became my father. Yeah. But sucks. it didn't. It doesn't feel good. To to get away from that Anthony and talk about another Anthony. Yeah. I went to a restaurant called Anthony's in okay. Kansas City, oh, an yeah? Italian restaurant, and it was I probably the- I think I've heard this. Oh my God, it's probably the best Italian food I've ever had. Nice. That was great. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. So not Anthony. Not my old roommate and close friend. Uh, he's fighting March 4th, March by the 4th. way, on UFC Fight Pass. I like this. So uh, check that out oh, for man. Titan Fighting Can Championship. Can I still get another free- uh- I, I did that mm-hmm. once. I can't probably come up with a new email. New email. Yeah, yeah, just do it from here. Yeah, yeah of course. Table show. Yeah, yeah table hey, There you go. All right, let's get into, uh, by the way, the interview is coming up in the second hour-ish. Ish. And uh, tonight we got picks as well. Tonight we got picks. We're going to do the news. I think we'll take a break. We'll do some truth to the table and some picks. Yep. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, time for the mother-loving news. Looks like they still hate fun. WWE. Suspended Titus O'Neil for 60 days following his publicized grabbing of Vince McMahon at the conclusion of last week's Raw episode as the roster was on stage for the conclusion of Daniel Bryan's retirement. The suspension for unprofessional conduct was originally listed for 90 days but was later reduced by WWE. Or reduced by WWE. First off, let me just share my opinion on... It was stupid of Titus O'Neil to grab Vince McMahon. Of course. Like, you you just don't do that. Yeah, you don't grab the CEO and be like, hey! Even if you guys are close, good friends, yep. it still sends the message to anyone else... That Vince McMahon is fucking around with guys backstage. Or just, that he's... What I was thinking of is, take, for example, a, a Tyler Breeze. Right. Who's, you know, essentially kind of floundering. Yep. And if he were to see Titus O'Neil and Vince McMahon buddying up... Well, fuck that guy. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, there has to be a, in the corporate world. There has to be that, and you're a publicly traded yep. company, so you yep. can't you can't be doing that right in front of everyone, right in front of the crowd or even backstage. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that was a behind the doors right. meeting, there's, there's an expected decorum in a professional exactly. Setting. Right now, saying that this is too suspending far. them is this so is stupid, and we'll get, and wait till the next story, but and to announce it. You don't. You could have just said sixty days. There had to be. I, I get even if you're trying to send a message, right? Because everybody's been getting out of hand. Oh. Well, initially it was ninety. Right. It's so dumb. Yeah. Here, let's just move on to that next story because it it ties in. Are we still talking about this guy? Titus O'Neil. Triple H and Joey Mercury may have saved Titus O'Neil's job, according to many news outlets, citing the New York Post. O'Neill was suspended after last week's highly publicized incident following Daniel Bryan's raw retirement speech. The Post claims Triple H and Mercury talked Vince McMahon out of firing O'Neill for the incident, instead choosing a 90-day suspension that was later reduced to 60 days. I also saw that, I also saw, that's uh-huh. kind of fun to say, yeah. that Batista said, hey, Titus O'Neill, just, O'Neil, just uh, leave. Yeah. And you know what? We had a conversation about this, too. Yeah, I, you know... I don't agree a lot with what Batista has to say because yeah. he's kind of a dork. Right. But. He was absolutely right here. He was. Yeah. You're 38 years old. Yep. Titus O'Neil. You're yep. 38 years old. You're a great looking guy. An amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're chiseled out of stone. Right. You have obviously acting ability to some degree because you're in pro wrestling. You're fun loving guy. You're fun loving guy. Everybody talks great about you. You're world renowned for being a great dad. Yeah. And now. You have a connection with Batista, uh-huh. who is in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Go, go. 
I mean, at least start for fuck's sake. And listen, like we said, this he's got supporting role in the next Tyler Perry movie written all over. Him. Oh, oh, he could be. He could do two movies right off the bat. He could be the love interest in a Tyler Perry movie, yep. or he could be the big brother of a Kevin Hart movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, right there. there. Yes. And Kevin Hart's a WWE fan, so he probably would do it for yeah, like, like hey. yeah, sure, why not? Let's do it. So you know, you're not getting any younger. You're, you're 38. You uh, yeah. Obviously, this old racist bastard Vince McMahon hates you because he just wanted to fire you over bullshit. He got pissed and was like, God damn it, I'm going to fire And what I'm saying by that is, obviously, he doesn't see you as a future commodity right. yeah, yeah, or clearly. else he wouldn't have- Yeah, he wouldn't have been like, fire, fire him, him or 90s, so you yeah. know it's, this is not happening now. Yeah, you're just you're going to be mid-card forever, right. which, hey, you're making good money. Right, you and know you're what I mean? provided to do a lot of things that you feel like doing because he, if you've heard him do interviews- his main focus in life is probably doing that other stuff, that dad right. stuff, yeah. the homeless people. So, uh, just but go. This, right now, this is giving you the the vehicle for it. Yeah. But maybe clearly that's not gonna last forever. So it's time to start transitioning. I would say just go, go. go. Yeah. Get Batista's agent to hire you. Yeah. Or hire his yeah, agent. Batista, put your works. money where your mouth is. Tell your agent to contact him. Right. Sure exactly. You got ways to get a hold of him. Yeah. And then you guys go do a movie together. Yeah, there you, know you go. What I mean? Yeah. Leave. <laughs> I don't want to see the Batista Titus O'Neil movie. I'm going to be completely honest in this it moment. Could be I don't, no, I said couldn't be. Titus O'Neil of Rock? It simply couldn't How be. How about Titus O'Neil and the Rock? There you there we go. And and Batista, you could throw Batista into that one. Mm-hmm. Some kind of triumvirate hey, of, uh, of shitty movie. You know, uh, Titus O'Neil played college football at the University of Florida. Here we go. Here we go. He could be on an episode of Ballers. Yep, yes, he could be on an episode of Ballers. So we'll have Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. The Rock. Yep. They've already worked together. Uh-huh. Titus O'Neil uh-huh. and Batista. Yep. Some comedy movie. Oh, yeah. Easy money. Or an action movie. Yeah, an action comedy movie. Yeah. Right. Not, it's focused on action, but it's full of funny one-liners and goofy things. Like Lethal Weapon, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Because, like, Kevin Hart could play the Chris Rock role. Yeah. You know? And then you could have Titus O'Neil play the Danny Glover role, where he's like, I'm too old for this. Yeah, like, God damn it. Because he's old. Yeah. Er. And then, uh, yeah. Batista could be the bad guy. Rock could be the Mel Gibson kind of character. Look at that. We just made a fucking movie. Let's write this movie. Let's write a movie. I've been talking to you about writing a movie. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, you heard it here first on Spanish Announce Table, so you guys can't steal that. It's our idea. Yep, trademarked. All right. (laughs) You almost Ben Wad yourself. (laughs) What? (laughs) Daniel Bryan appeared on ESPN (laughs) Sports Center this week to talk about his retirement and concussions. Brian told ESPN that he has been officially diagnosed with 10 concussions during his career, but noted that the actual number of concussions is likely immeasurable and much higher. Brian also said that his recent testing for medical clearance revealed swelling and a lesion on the brain that was causing him seizures. Brian said they were previously unable to explain his seizures and that he was hiding those from WWE so that he could continue wrestling. Stop it. Stop if you're having it. a seizure, stop, man. Because like, yep. that's even more you dangerous. Did, you didn't entertain the thought that your seizures might be caused by the by the hundreds of concussions you've, su- you've suffered. Well, you didn't think that maybe seizures are weird. You know, it could have been like a physical thing. Like, but when they're like, oh, I can't figure it out. Like, right? Mm, yeah. Mm, hmm. Well, my thing is that meant you spent years trying to prove it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like you're hoping for anything. I get it, man. It's a passion and a, and a... having seizures. One. They're not. They're not timed. 
You know what I'm saying? It'll happen. Yeah, you know what what if you're in the ring doing that's a flip? That's what I'm you, getting. Bah. That's what I'm getting to. Yeah. What if you get thrown into the turnbuckle and then just the reaction of going into that turnbuckle? Yep. Seizure. Seizure. And now you're at WrestleMania. How about this? You're going for your flying headbutt. Right. Seizure in midair, and now you flop and land wrong and break some shit. And- yeah. And, or you hurt the other guy yep. doing a body slam. Like, yep. He didn't do much, but I'm saying, yeah, right, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. moves like that. Like. <laughs> Why? Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of them Daniel Bryan body slams. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. You know, like one of those moves where he has the he has the safety of the other yeah. guy in his hands. What are you more likely to see in your life, a unicorn or a Daniel Bryan body slam? <laughs> Good question. Right? Actually. Yeah. Right, yeah. Let's well, let's come up with the that could be a meme like a Daniel Bryan body slam. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's what's so unlikely to happen that you're yeah. more likely to see a Daniel Bryan body slam? Yeah. <laughs> Are you more likely to see a black WWE champion? Or Daniel <laughs> Bryan body slam. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Daniel Bryan body slam. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Stop it, man. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's too much. I think he faked it. I think he faked it. I don't know. CM Punk had surgery this week to repair a herniated disc in his neck. The recovery time for the surgery is about four to six weeks, and Punk said he still plans to fight in 2016. Rumors put the fight at UFC 200, something Punk has publicly wished for. You know, here's my opinion on this, and Uh, I'm going to give you the opinion of more of the hardcore MMA fan. Okay. He's becoming irrelevant. Right. It's taking too long. The farther you are from fighting – the less you're in people's mind. And the more expectation it builds is people are like, all right, this better be fucking good now. Waited this fucking long. I had to hear about this shit. That, but the the hardcore MMA fan yeah. knows the name of CM Punk now. Right. Get what I'm saying? Yes. But they don't know anything else. Yeah. We know his amazing match at WrestleMania, blah, 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 right. blah, we blah. We know he's fancied himself a guy. Right, and all this bullshit. It makes headlines for us. Right. If this was an MMA podcast... That might not be a headline. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. Right. We might not. Right. I, 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 I almost you know didn't put it in ours. But you get what I'm saying? Yes. So you're, you're farther away from the public eye. By the time you do make it, you went from co-main eventing UFC 200 to being the opening fight on a fight night on Fox Sports 1. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so do. it's like you gotta fucking either do this or stay back to doing your comic books. No, I get it. If he's legitimately injured and needs surgery, then shit happens. But and. But wait, here's where my beef with him is. And again, I don't know his fucking body. Yeah. You know, but he said, well, it's from all the years of wrestling. Bitch, you didn't fucking know that when you walked in day one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like after three months of training. Yeah. Go get the fucking surgery. Yeah. Yeah, Why didn't you do that? You're finally done with wrestling. You're like, I'm done with wrestling. Why didn't you go get surgery? Yeah. I'm done with wrestling now. I don't have to be in the pain from wrestling anymore. Or... And it's just the timing is so weird. The week before, when they're talking about shaking hands with the guy in the ring. Yeah, but they're talking about Gall and and Jackson. The winner gets Punk. Yeah. You don't want to just say then, hey, I'm going to have surgery. I'm going to have surgery, so this is going to get delayed. No, you wait till afterwards. You pick up Ariel Ariel Hawani in a fucking interview. You pick him up. Yeah, but your neck. But you're, oh, no, but you're fucked. All right. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I don't like the guy. I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah, all right. Not going away anytime fast. What? Roman Reigns has now been in the main event segment of Raw for 14 out of the last 16 weeks, although last night he was not. Mm -hmm. So that officially ended this, but this still ain't going away anytime fast. Nope. Uh, This is all according to Steve Carrier of allwrestlingnews.com. Now, this also includes the last 11 weeks in a row. 
until last night. <laughs> the last Raw to not feature Reigns in the main event segment was in mid-October. Wow. I wonder who that was. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe was, Cena? Was Rollins still yeah, fine Rollins. then? Yeah, 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 he was. I think so, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know. It's been a while since he's been out. Man. Yeah, but. Yeah, uh, this ain't going away anytime fast, guys. Then uh, this is what they do with every top star at the time. Oh, of course. Stone Cold fucking did this every week. That's why I said it got old after a while. John Stone Cold, Cena yeah. did it every week. The thing is, and opinion can stay to myself or agree with it if you want, but it's it's no one's wanting it. In yeah, nobody wants this. Yeah, no one right. wants like you could say you have zero interest in this. Yeah, yeah. when Roman comes out, I I really change the channel. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Yeah, oh yeah, I will. Depending on what's going on, if it's a match, I fast forward. Like, I skip, so I'm like, oh, bop, mm-hmm. bop, bop. You see that, like, little 15-second jump, so I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I saw what happened here. Yeah. Uh, if he's talking, I'll wait to see who he's fucking talking with, to be honest with you. you yeah. Know? And then I'm like, all right. Oh, if if it's Stephanie and him, I don't even <laughs> waste so time. She's so much better. But I don't even waste time. She's so great. Though. But the storyline yeah. isn't even going to – it's oh, nothing. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, it's it all like, sucks. Remember the show uh, Whose yeah. Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. And remember when they used to put it on mute and they would have the two comedians speak over what they thought the yes. two people on TV? Yeah. Like, that's what I do right. with yeah. a Roman Reigns segment. Say what you should be saying. Yeah, because what I'm going to say is more entertaining than what he says. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. It's so boring. I have zero interest in this. Roman Reigns. Jim Ross is the new spokesman for Fight TV, the newest... Streaming project from Flips, the service used by several MMA and wrestling companies to broadcast streaming pay-per-view events. Fight TV will be dedicated solely to streaming combat sport events, including professional wrestling. The company announced Ross as their new spokesman and executive advisor via a press release this week. At what age do we deem Jim Ross too old to call matches and things uh, like that? A couple years ago, I think. Kind of like I'm just not interested. Like, yes, he's good because he knows how to call a match well. But it's, I'm just over him. I think you're over him, though, because you've listened to the podcast and you've heard how grumpy and like old manish he is. True. And I think that helps That's, you. Yeah, because back when he was JR, Jim right, Ross, yeah, you he, didn't know that he was a. That he hated that fucking, matches were too fast. He was a curmudgeon. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, yeah. Sipping on know, his back Sonic. in my day when yeah. we were real men. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, dude, come on. Me and Bill Watts, we got Bill ourselves Watts. some Jerry Watts Limeades had from the best Sonic. smelling nuts I've ever smelled yeah. in my life. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> God damn. I think that helps our, like, oh, really? But it will be fun. I guess. I don't have that, whatever it is. Fight TV. F-I-T-E. TV. Fight TV. Get, uh, you know what? Like, you'll, hey, do, you'll do streaming things. You're going to buy things for a dollar or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Let's, I, I applaud anyone for trying to make a dollar. Of course. You know what I mean? We're yep. trying to make a dollar. Give us we'll one, make please. a dollar. Give us a dollar. Holla. Uh, but. Holla, 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 holla. Dollar, 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 dollar. Give me a dollar, bitch. What? Yeah. I, All just, right, we'll I don't know. What, <laughs> what are we doing? It's funny you said that. This is the next headline. And we still can't get a dollar. Who's making more money than us WWE right now? reported strong fourth quarter earnings this week, highlighted by an all-time high WWE Network subscriber count of 1.24 million. Some bullet points. The WWE Network was also recognized as the fifth largest direct-to-consumer subscription service, aka over the top, in the U.S. behind Netflix, Hulu, MLB TV, and Amazon Video. I've never heard of Amazon Video. Uh-huh, I've got it. Is it cool? 
Yeah, it's no. I don't ever use it. <laughs> uh, I don't use it at all. I think because if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get it. So that's uh, probably why they're so – Because everybody subscribed uh-huh. by being an Amazon Prime member. Okay. Which we use frequently because we order a lot because we're, you know, Sneaky. we live in the future. Yeah. Revenue increased 21% to $658.8 million, the highest in company history, including record levels of revenue from the WWE Network, television, live event, venue merchandise, and WWE shop business. How does this happen? <laughs> I mean, really, you guys. Money. Total international revenue increased by 46% to a record $169.8 million. We're, we're just not it. Network segment generated revenue of $159.4 million and operating income before depreciation and amortization of $48.4 million. Nearly double the average annual revenue of the company's pay-per-view businesses before network launch. So they're making double off the network what they were making on pay-per-views before the network launched. I think it worked. Right. (laughs) Fuck. But what I'm saying is, like, we're obviously not... Yeah, it. well, we're not providing the same kind of content. Well, no, 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 I'm not saying Spanish announce table. Yeah. No, 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 I'm saying, like, the discourse you hear about the WWE, oh, oh yeah. Roman right, Reigns, right, yeah. oh, yeah, before that was John money. Cena. Yeah. No. We're obviously not the, because we're, they, they know they got us. Yeah, they got us. So. They're growing, they're growing more listeners with younger and then. You know what I mean? This is how they do it. Viewers, not yeah. listeners. L- yeah. Well, we're growing the listeners. <laughs> right, yeah. They're growing but, the viewers. So it's so it's working. Hey, here's more. So w- yeah, WWE Network subscribers watched an estimated total of 256 million hours of content, representing an average of 188 hours per household, placing it among the top cable and broadcast networks. Mm-hmm. WWE, so they're competing against fucking ABC, NBC with amount of hours watched per household. Yeah. The WWE Network. Of course, yeah. WWE content garnered more than 8 billion views on YouTube. WWE was the most followed sports channel on YouTube and uh, the second most the second most followed sports brand on Facebook. Well, get the fuck out of here. Okay, but goddamn. Now, the thing that really bugged me that I thought was weird, uh, stock dropped the very next day after announcing all that. Yeah, because I think they, I think stockholders were like, putting Vince's feet to the fire with hey in the future because they hear the discourse yeah and they're getting nervous well and so I was and, talking to my wife about this who has got the masters in this she said a uh, stock price is driven by speculation not results well and the speculation because if you're a stockholder yeah if you're a stockholder of the WWE and not even a wrestling fan right if yeah. you're just a stockholder right yeah just know that they're a company that can make you some money that yeah they this company can make yep. money because now right. they have a network but they tell you that four of the top ten top performers they have are injured will yeah. not be a part of their biggest event. Yep, you're gonna go fuck. No one's gonna yep. watch it. Yep, exactly right. You know what I mean? Yep. No Cena, no Orton, no Daniel Bryan, no uh, who else is out? Yep. Seth Rollins. Yep. You know what I mean? So you go well. Yeah, all those numbers are great, but your WrestleMania it's gonna fucking suck. And you're like, no, 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 no. I got the wrong. Yeah, yep. and so it's all just speculation, yep. and right. that's why I think it. But they're dropped. making that fucking money. But what I'm saying is like, well, just money. So like, 
We're literally yelling at a, at a fucking wall right now. Of course. They're making fucking dough. But they just laugh at us. They're wiping their ass with honeys, man. <laughs> they're <laughs> just, laughing at us. Yeah, they're laughing like, oh, yeah, you guys think we're so fucking shitty and we suck. Yeah. And we can't pull our heads out of our asses. Right. Meanwhile, I just made fucking $700 million. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. You want our, <laughs> you want Monday Night Raw to go from three hours uh, to two hours? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get right on. We're talking about a fourth hour, dickhead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Sounds like you got Riddick Bowed. Ooh, uh, Riddick Bow knocked out Mike, or knocked out Evander Holyfield. Mm-hmm. NXT superstar Riddick Moss was knocked unconscious during oh. a six-man tag match at an NXT live event in Jacksonville, Florida. Moss took a suplex and landed on his head and was immediately unresponsive. The main event match ended in a no contest, and Moss did not move for over a minute until responding to paramedics who helped him backstage. Well, he's probably nervous and didn't know where he was. That's why he didn't move, because he's like, fuck, where am I? Lights, why fuck am I here? Fuck, am I alive? Yeah. Uh, side note, you said Riddick Bowe. Do you guys yeah. remember Riddick Bowe versus Evander Holyfield? And it was outdoors and Fan yeah. Man. Yeah. That was their second fight. God, that was my first live televised pay-per-view boxing match. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy on a fan yeah. doing in the fucking ring? Mm. Oh, and they attacked him, too, because they thought it was terrorists. Yeah. And they're like, and they're like and he's like, no, I just don't know how to fucking fly this. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Right. Oh, man, some good. They had a trilogy of great fights. Three fights. Riddick Bow, Vander Holyfield, most underrated professional fighter of all time. Oh. I think so. Okay. Professional fighter, even not just boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's underrated. He's most Way. underrated professional well, fighter of all the time. Yep, I think nice. so. All right, because he whipped everyone's fucking ass. <laughs> but like everyone was just like, yeah, it's Vander. Like, yeah, oh, what are you gonna do? He's got a hole in his heart, and he fucking has two bowling alleys in his Half house. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, hope he crashes. What? (laughs) John Cena is the honorary (laughs) pace car driver for this year's 58th annual Daytona 500 NASCAR race. Daytona Internet. I don't hope he crashes. Well, maybe. I mean, not get hurt. (laughs) Daytona Daytona International Speed. Like if he just kind of like fender bender to car. Uh Daytona International Speedway President Joe Chitwood. The third said John Cena is one of the most iconic WWE superstars in history, Mm -hmm. a great actor and philanthropist. (laughs) We welcome him back. We welcome him back to the world center of racing and our new motorsports stadium, this time to pace the field for the great American race. The Daytona 500 part of the NASCAR Sprint Cup is Sunday, February 21st. I think the reason he got this, and this is pure speculation, but he's good friends with Carl Edwards. He loves the NASCAR. Well, he, he does. He and him the and cars. Yeah. And he's good buddies with the right. And Carl Edwards is like one of yeah. the main guys. It'd be like yeah. if Carl Edwards wanted to get to WrestleMania, you get in contact with John Cena. John Cena. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, John Cena, not our janitor. Right, yeah. God, that would be funny, wouldn't it? Or if like... He's not driving it, is he? He's probably just going to be... I don't know what that means. Honorary pace car driver makes me think that you're not really driving the pace Right, car. I think he's probably... I don't just... think they'd give that up to a fucking guy. Right, like, yeah. hey, John Cena, right. get in the fucking car and lead to the biggest race we have. Well, one of the biggest races. Oh, it have. is the biggest yeah, race. One of, it's yeah, the it's WrestleMania. A, right, it's like a big thing. Well, But it starts their thing. But that's their WrestleMania. But it's like the kickoff. Yeah, yeah. that makes Which them the so most weird. money. Because somebody can win it, I think, before the whole thing ends, right? So you can't have like a necessary... 
you can pretty much be down to like two guys by the end of racing season that with their point totals. Mm. You know, you had to sit here and do races, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my grandfather was a yeah. was a sprint car driver. Right. I know all about this. So shit. like, yeah, so it's bigger to start because that's who's like kicking it off, right. starting off. Mm-hmm. Thing, yeah. But it wouldn't be awesome if like he downshifted or like downshifted in the third and like the through, transmission through was, the tranny out. <laughs> the transmission just falls out. Cars like. Catches a little bit of fire. (laughs) (laughs) And he just gonna be like, oh, uh, can't see me. Fuck that. uh, It's a good thing they can't see me. (laughs) (laughs) And his name is John C. All right, sorry. (laughs) I'll give you seven bucks and a half a slice of pizza. The Rock. A WWE Hall of Fame ring will be featured on the February 24th episode of A&E's Pawn Stars. Oh. There's been no official word on whose ring it is, but several WWE Hall of Famers have sold their ring, most notably Billy Graham and Abdullah the Butcher. And Tammy Sitch. Uh, did That one, I think she still had possession of it. I think she needed the money, and Vivid gave her the money for something else. Oh, uh, yeah. So I don't think she needed it. Who do you think's ring it is? Uh, I hope it's Billy Graham's, because I hope they like talk about Billy Graham. You know what I mean? Or Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, fuck that guy. I, he, was, he was a sideshow. Yeah. In the 70s. Yeah, you know, everyone fucking knew uh, about him. He fucking gave somebody an STD. No, I just, <laughs> Your words. No, I think actually the evidence that I've seen, of course, I don't know everything, showed that you that don't. guy's a fucking moron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope it's I hope it's Sonny's. With Sonny's? Uh-huh. And they show some clips. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll move on. What is she up to now? We <laughs> 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 need to show those clips. Next up. Heroes of Wrestling. Oh, my God. Kurt Angle is officially done with TNA after having finished all his dates at the conclusion of their UK tour. This is the most bizarre event I've ever heard of in my life. Kurt Angle is booked for a match against Rey Mysterio at a hybrid event of pro wrestling, MMA, and boxing March 20th in Phoenix. The event will feature Angle versus Mysterio in a wrestling match. Michael Bisping versus Chael Sonnen in a grappling match, which you'll need to explain for yep. me. Yep. Roy Jones Jr. versus a fan in a $100,000 challenge. That's why I think this is fake. And Dan Severn versus Ken Shamrock in an MMA fight. So, uh, the reason why I think this is fake is... Somebody's not a, just a generic fan in this thing. They've got a plant that's going to make this a fight, yeah? Well, you can't do that. Yeah, you legally can't do that and have you a sanction. You can't have... Yeah, you can't have a sanctioned pro Well, maybe boxer. this is picked before and they went and got... Yeah, maybe, but right. like if it's the how they're trying to whoa, how they're trying to say that was weird, wasn't it? Did you stink the mic on? I think I did. Woo! <laughs> uh, uh, that was very. They caught me yeah. off guard. But you can't have a pro boxer just pick some face, schmuck. Yeah, face a civilian. You can't be like me, like hey, right? I'll do that. Like no athletic, just just fucking no athletic yeah, body in no. the world. Yeah, you have to be cleared, tested. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I've seen it. They fucking like feel them up and down. Oh my man. god! Yeah, you jiggle the balls work. a little bit. Well, you gotta have blood work. Yeah, because you might have AIDS. Yeah, I've seen a couple of these weigh-ins. Yeah, they really yeah. give you a fuck. Like they make them like squat and do some. So shit that's and why them, yeah. if if it's how they're trying to say like and a fan, then it's bullshit. Second, Michael Bisbing has a fight coming up with Anderson Silva. <laughs> so he's not really doing this, huh? Yeah. What is a grappling match? It's a submission. Like, so you know when I tell you, uh, like, tonight I had uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu or whatever, and I told you we just grappled? Yeah, gotcha. A grappling match is uh, so essentially- no strikes? No, it's submission wrestling. Gotcha. So it's a wrestling match, but instead of a pin, I'm trying to submit you, either with a, 
a rear tap, naked choke gonna, yeah. or an arm bar or a leg lock, something like that. So it's a submission. So match. there's no pins. No pins. It's just no striking. No this striking. Is just wrestling until you fucking say, "All right, I can't do it." Right. Yeah. Unless yeah. they have points, and there's a point system too. Right, right, so right. a grappling match is just submission wrestling. Essentially. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this thing isn't going to go on for an undisclosed right, amount yeah. of time, right? So and there'll then, be points scored. And then Dan Severn versus Ken Shamrock. Yeah. Fucking. Christ. Why would why would Bellator? Who's going to have Ken Shamrock face Hoist Gracie? God, this just makes me want to vomit in my mouth saying this. Why would Bellator have one of their fighters who's going to be in the main event of their next big show yeah. just go do a sideshow against a guy who legitimately doesn't like him? And, and is legitimately crazy. Right. He's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dan Severn is really nuts. Yeah, well, Ken Shamrock is nuts, Oh, and too. Ken Shamrock is yeah, yeah. even fucking They're kookier than They're both fucking him. nuts. Yeah, right. yeah. So that wouldn't happen. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't think. Because well, why would Bellator let him out of his contract? I don't know. Money? I don't know. But, but you would think paying for all this. I don't know, but Bellator, you would think it would have an exclusive contract. You can't just yeah. go fight for anyone. Oh, yeah. I can't just start a promotion and say, hey, Will Brooks. or yeah, And it would take a lot of money to buy Bellator out if you're like, hey, I know you've already advertised right, this. Yeah. Here's this, and we're going to take them. Yeah. Uh, it would take a lot of fucking money because they look like shit if they do that. Exactly. Yeah, so that didn't happen. Because when does the event take place? It's, it's in March, I think. Well, the fight that he has is in uh, is is the Saturday? It's March twentieth. Yeah, Shamrock's Phoenix. fight is the Saturday. But okay. still, if he wins, you can't have him win against yeah. Old Man and then Gracie go fight, yeah. and then fight Severn and lose. Yeah, how old are these guys now? Fit, oh, Severn's I think fifty five. Jeez, but he still kicked the shit out of some people though. I mean, what does that mean? No, yeah, yeah no, he can't. I mean, he can not but, in like a sanctioned fight against a trained younger yeah, guy. Yeah, you'd right. kick his ass. You think? Oh yeah. No way. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you came up no. to glory, if you came up to glory for six months, you okay. would. Okay. Well, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. You would kick the six months training. Sure. You'd beat Ken Shamrock. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do that. Let's book that. Yeah. It fucking suck. Are we still talking about this guy? <laughs> Hoist Gracie. Kurt Angle <laughs> will join the International Sports Hall of Fame next month during the Arnold Sports Expo in Columbus, Ohio. Angle will be inducted into the Hall of Fame by Arnold Schwarzenegger himself. Other inductees this year are Royce Gracie and Dolph Lundgren. Hoist Gracie. Oh, it's there's not that. two guys? Oh, uh, there's a Hoist and a Royce. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Hoist. Oh, it is Hoist? Yeah. Oh, well, I took this off a website, so yeah. I thought maybe it was two guys. No, no, no. I know there's a family of them Fox, isn't there? Oh, yeah. It's a Gracie family. Yo, so there's... I thought there was like a Hoist, a Royce, a <laughs> no. Boyce and a Joyce. I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, yeah. In Portuguese, their R's are pronounced as H's. Oh, I got you. All right. So that's why like sometimes when you'll hear me and Anthony or Turner or something yeah, yeah, yeah. when we're talking about uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you go we'll Honda Housey. Honda Housey. Right. It's right. just a little joke. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, no, it's Hoist Gracie. Gotcha. And so it's Hoist Gracie, Ken. Uh, Kurt Angle and who? Dolph Lundgren and some others. But Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought about this whole news story. Yeah. <laughs> but how many Hall of Fames does that make for uh, Kurt Angle? Uh, yeah. Well, you see in every single one. I'd prefer you not give me reasons to like this guy. Uh, let me prefer reasons why to like someone. I'd prefer you not give me reasons to like him. Oh. Yeah. Kevin Owens. John Bradshaw Layfield was named a Beyond Sports Ambassador this week by Beyond Sports, an organization committed to using sports to cause sustainable social change. 
Layfield himself has created Beyond Rugby Bermuda after being introduced to Beyond Sports, an organization that provides a homework academy for after-school help and rugby training and others, or, and offers family support services through Family Center Bermuda. Jeez. Layfield also climbs mountains in support for his Seven Summits for Kids organization. Yeah, hopefully he stays up there. Yeah. I just don't, like, I look at that guy and I'm like, I don't like this guy. Did you hear, uh, did you watch the uh, Big Show uh, podcast? Or the Stone Cold podcast. I did not. Yeah, show. was it good? It was very good. good. I'm it's probably it. one of my favorites. I, it was getting late last night, and I was like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna fall asleep if I try watching it, and yeah. so I want to watch it all. Yeah. yeah, I watched it at work today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way to pay me. Uh, <laughs> I got my work done. Yeah, but I did. Yeah, um, I believe that. Yeah, well, stop yeah. saying it that way. No, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. So today, side note, before you get into this, uh-huh. uh, uh, been a little sick still. I got some, like some stuffed up, right? And so I was at work, yeah. and I was like, and I was like, ah, man, and I was like, I can't breathe. And the lady goes, you want some drugs? And I was like, we can do that here? <laughs> and everybody just had that just blank, like, just staring at me like. And I was like, <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> Unless you're just wanting me to keep it down. Like, what are we talking about here? Why are you staring at me? Yeah, this yeah. is work. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> so, uh, but Big Show brought up the fact that when he came over to WWE. Yeah. Like, no one fucking liked him. Right. At all. No one. Triple H was a f- mutual friend. Triple H actually trained Big Show. Okay. In WCW. Nice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he's right. Yeah. Didn't know that. But anyhow, uh, but he mentioned one of the guys who fucking hated him was JBL. And I'm like, that asshole didn't like anyone. He hated Except everybody. for Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. I did watch a shoot interview. I think it was with, uh, oh, who is in Right to Censor that was the female? Oh, I don't remember. Ivory? I don't remember. Ivory. Yeah, okay. Is that a name? I, I, Ivory is a name. But I don't <laughs> a know. female wrestler. Yes. Yeah, that Ivory. was a female wrestler's name, but I don't yeah, know if she, and was then the she was in right to censor. Yeah, she know. was in right to censor. Okay. She talks about, she did a shoot interview where she was like, yeah, JBL was a dick to everyone except for Brock Lesnar. Oh, he kissed his ass the all Miz the time. The stories about, which I get to some extent, but yeah. JBL's just that kind of dick. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard enough to know that I'm like, yeah, I guess kind of a dick. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk to him. All right. <laughs> We still talking about this guy? Kurt Angle? The Latin Post ranked JBL and his wife Meredith Whitney at number 10 on their top 10 Wall Street power couples list. I'll get the fuck out of here. They wrote the following on the layfields. Quote, following the closure of hedge fund Ken Bell Capital, Whitney is now managing an equity portfolio with $800 million in assets at Bermuda-based insurer Arch Capital Group. Her husband, Layfield, is a retired WWE professional wrestler and a Fox News financial analyst. Did they just basically say it's all her fucking money? Yeah. Because kind of what they sound like they said. There. Well, I mean, you're you're getting money from WWE. Sure, but they made it seem like yeah. he's this self-made, uh-huh. made all these investments, it and they kind of made it sound like, nah, they fucking, nah. he knows what they're talking about, but it's her sugar fucking money. Mama. Yeah, it's right. a sugar mama. Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, and maybe that's Which why he's such I a dude. Buy. Oh, a million percent. Because I listen to him, and I'm like, I yeah. This guy? Yeah. This guy. Nah. This is the guy who figured out the stocks. Yeah. This guy? This fucking guy with this the cowboy hat? Right. Wearing a cowboy hat indoors? This with fucking guy? Yeah, with, with the, the suit. suit? This guy? He does the jig? Art for asses! Yeah! Rob Schamberger, official artist of WWE and friend of the show, announced on his most recent Canvas to Canvas video that he will be selling 100 limited edition 22 by 30 prints of the painting of Bret Hart he did for the video. All proceeds will go to the Prostate Cancer Center of Calgary. Boom! It's art for asses! Yeah! I like that. You art for asses. asses! Art for asses. asses! Yes! I love that. Good. Rob Schamberger, by the way... <clears throat> You want to buy some of that Rob Schamberger art? You can go through SpanishNowStable.net. Yep. 
click that little WWE link. And we'll get some money. There you go. There you go. You can help out Bret Hart's ass and this show mm-hmm. at the same fucking time. Could you imagine Bret Hart's reaction? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, no, I don't want that money to go to the chips. I don't want the money to go to the ass, but you know what? It's a great painting. <laughs> it is a great painting. You know why it's a great painting? Because Rob Schamberger did it. These people are buying it to the Spanish and out table. And it has me. And they're giving them money. Any painting that has me that Rob Schamberger did is awesome. <laughs> it's so good. And it goes to asses. Killed Owen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> a little crazy there at the end. I bet it's sunny. Yeah, I bet it is, Sonny. WWE announced a new award on Raw this week. The company will announce the first recipient of the Vincent J. McMahon Legacy of Excellence Award next is week this on Raw. real? I don't think so. Michael Cole said on Raw that this will be the most prestigious award ever presented by the company and that no one deserved this award until now. I think it's Triple H. I think it's Vince McMahon. I think it's Triple H, and they're going to set up more of this like, ha, ha. On the fuck, smell my dick. Yeah. To fight to, for this WrestleMania build. Because who else? I think it's a storyline. They don't announce it on Raw and say it nowhere fucking else. Yeah, that's. This hasn't that's... been any, like, you know what I mean? WWE's all over mainstream news coverage right now. So if it's if it's serious, it's going to Daniel Bryan. No. If it's false, it's going to Triple H. If it's serious, it's going to Vince McMahon. You think? If it's false, it's still going to Vince McMahon. Is Vince McMahon, McMahon taking it and retiring? That see, I, that's what I was. And thinking then of. Hall of Fame, and, right? Yeah, and just says, because he can't go into the Hall of Fame. He created it. He can't go in the Hall of Fame. I don't think so. I I don't think you'd put yourself in it. That's what I'm first saying. First time you retire. Right. Yeah, Legacy Award. Right. That'll be at the Hall of Fame. Or if he dies, I get that. Yeah. But being alive, that's what'll happen. He'll get this Legacy Award. That'll be on display at the Hall of Fame whenever mm-hmm. they have. Do they have that now? Yeah. Physical. No. No. Uh, but. There you go. You but it's I mean? a, an award yep. named after his dad. His dad helped him. Are we seeing the retirement of Vince McMahon? Why not? He's 70. This would be – I'm smiling at this. Yeah. One, because goddamn, man, good for you. You did a great thing. Go relax. Mm-hmm. You fucking worked yourself into a fucking stupor for the last 40 years, man. Yeah, if I'm betting money, I'm going to say you. It's going to be H. Triple H. Yeah. But I would – I mean, it has to be Vince McMahon if it's real. Yeah. There's but no one what, else. But what did it? What if it's fake and it's Vince McMahon? That's awesome too. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. that idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a curse now. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Mark Henry suffered an undisclosed injury on Raw this week during a match with Big E. Henry dropped the mat holding his rib area, and Big E quickly pinned him to end the match. Henry was helped backstage by WWE staff, and there has been no official word on his injury. Yeah, yeah, did that, you see that? Yeah, he I did. went like, "Whoa!" Oh, yep. Fucking jump off, and he's like, "Pin me, motherfucker!" Yeah, he's like, "I'm done." He he fucking cracked a rib or something, didn't he? Oh, and that's the worst because there's no way to heal it. I bet you that's why. Because what else would it be? Yeah, a heart he, attack. He was up there. You know what I mean? Either that, or he severely just sprained something from being up on the, him being 400 pounds on a 300 pound man's shoulder. You know? Yeah, Probably just, I think, oh. Yeah, I think it was a broken rib. Oh God. All right. But everybody's fucking injured, man. Every fucking buddy. All right. Final one. I'm the biggest I've ever been also. I'm actually not. Big show. WWE is the biggest it has ever been in regards to number of employees currently standing at 840, according to the Stanford Advocate this week. An 11% increase of 80 employees were added last year for the company focused on expanding the WWE network. The count of 840 includes all employees at the corporate office in Stanford. 
a warehouse in Norwalk, Connecticut, a small office for WWE Studios in Los Angeles, and the WWE Performance Center in Orlando. Performers are not counted in the number of 840 since they are paid as independent contractors. I hate ooh, the yeah. independent contractor. Yeah. Because, one, fun <sighs> fact, if you're an independent contractor, you can't be told when to work. Right. <laughs> Yet, they're told where to go. Yep. You don't get this health care. Yeah. Independent contractor is the biggest bullshit thing. I was an independent contractor when I was at 810 WHB. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised they're allowed to do that. Yeah, it was fucking, I get performance-based right, things. I, I get how WWE can say, hey, these are... Yeah, but I was fucking bullshit. 810? Like, yeah, I was like, 810 WHB is a radio station for those who don't yeah. know. But I, no I was radio like, station needs an independent contractor. Right, they're like, you're an independent contractor. And I said, well, then cool, I'll come in when I want, because I know about independent... And they're like, no, your shift is from 7 to... Yeah. And I'm no. Like, no. If I'm independent, I come in and work when I need yeah. or want, and yeah. the job is done according to an agreement. Nope. I was like, well, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. I hate it. And you had to keep track of all that bullshit. Oh, I hate that. Ooh, bullshit. Hey, yeah, I've always hated this. Yeah. Uh, I got one more story. Okay. Uh, Axel Rotten's cause of death has oh, been confirmed. What is it? Uh, the Baltimore Sun. You know, they found him in like in a McDonald's. Well, the Baltimore Sun reports that Axel Rotten's death has been confirmed as an accidental overdose. Ah, damn it. The outlet reports that the ruling was confirmed this week. Rotten died. On February fourth, according to the site, the police reported the, the police report noted that Rotten was found on the floor. With nothing on him, right? Was found on the floor in a bathroom with drug paraphernalia in the oh. stall. He was inside. An unlabeled pill bottle with capsules full of what is suspected to be heroin was found in the stall as well. Damn, that sucks. That really does because it like I hate to like get with the times but it's 2016 like we should know by now it's like people when you're like like one thing that i never understood is like if you're 15 right now and you start smoking cigarettes yeah what the fuck is like what the why are you doing that you know it's fucking stupid and now if you have an addiction and seem like he did i understand fighting addictions fucking tough but still, like, go get the help. Yeah. Right? WWE. Did he ever work in WWE? Yeah. yeah They'll yeah. pay for it. Yeah. They'll fucking pay for it. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. It just it felt Take like- a long fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, they'll yeah. fucking pay for it. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to do some tweet the table, make some picks. And stay tuned for that interview. One of our best. Yes. That's coming up in the second hour-ish, which will probably be at, like, the second half hour-ish. Fuck it. That's when we return to the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And the Philippines accounts for 43% of the world's gin consumption. TreyaEndingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you listening to me right now. What are you wearing? That shirt looks stupid. You need a better shirt. And you know where you can buy shirts? WWEshop.com. And if you buy some shirts at WWEshop.com, you can help us out. But you got to go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net first. Use our shop affiliate link. Pretty easy to see right there on the front page. You use it, you buy a better shirt. I mean, come on. 
Step your game up a little bit. And if you're not going to do it on WWEshop.com, maybe you don't want to wear a wrestling shirt because you're a closet fan, buy a better shirt still. Go to Amazon.com and just buy a regular shirt. You can go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net and still help us out because we have an Amazon.com affiliate link there too. And you can do it from many countries. We have Germany, UK, the United States, and... So come on, step it up a little bit, get freshened up, get some better threads, help out the Spanish announce table. I mean, don't you want to be awesome? Back on the Spanish announce table makes me feel just like I'm the king of the world. Yeah? Yeah? Man, when Ric Flair would do the whole just pomp and just... The, the robe? Yeah. The whole thing. Man. I loved it. Tweet the Table is a fun interactive segment of the show where uh, you tell us what to fucking do. So tell us. Hey, tell us what to talk about by using hashtag Tweet the Table on Twitter and we'll read them. Maybe. Here, some of them. Goes a little something like this. At WIRCATA. Big E is the new sexual chocolate, and he's now Mark Henry's daddy. Big E is great. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, interviewed him on the show. That's right. He's a friend of the show. At Zach Guitar 13. Those rare and beautiful moments in wrestling when it becomes real. Real human emotion and real tears. Thank you, Daniel Bryan. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a few moments when it's real. At Heavy Set 330, comic book references on the Spanish announce table go over as well as ratings for TNA on Pot TV. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, we don't know what Deadpool is. Yeah. Although uh, a couple of friends of mine saw it, and so it was really, really good. And it yeah. set a record for the biggest one-day premiere of an R-rated movie. Nice. At WIRCATA, very awkward finish to Henry versus Big E. Botch. Hashtag tweet the table. Injury. At Con... At KY Fried Comedian. Hey, I like Ducky that. Fried Comedian. Episode 133 of the Spanish Announce Table is a must-listen. And less awkward than a need-to-know segment about being hung like a horse. Which I am. Hashtag treat the table. Sure. No, I don't <laughs> You're no Rob Schamberger. All right. At Heavy Set 330. T-Mac. Yeah. Study up on women of honor before making an opinion on how they are booked. Some of the best out there. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, okay, and he brought up the exception. There's an exception to everything, but we know that women are booked like shit. Yeah. Hello, Brie Bella has a title shot. <laughs> at WIR Cata, perfect way for Charlotte to get a ton of heat on her before Fastlane. Hashtag great book and hashtag tweet the table. A side note, though, I am going to check out that women's thing. What would you think of Charlotte there, man? I thought she was good there. Where? Uh, against Brie, like coming out and just yeah, shitting all over them. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I thought the kicks were weird, though. Yeah. But her healing out, just mm-hmm. look, look, like he fucking died. At Grapple This, it's at Grapple underscore this, check him out. Should you all get a 90-day suspension for that awkward hung like a horse need to know segment? Hashtag truth table, hashtag I feel dirty. He said it like once, didn't he? Rob? You listened. Yeah, you listened. <laughs> at Living Legend 148, why is it that when I hear Baron Corbin's hook, I think the Mexicals are coming out? Maybe that would be better. Hashtag tweet the table. Baron Corbin is the only self-made NXT superstar. Yeah. Yeah. 
Legitimately, it's, everyone else yeah. is an indie star yeah. that they're just putting Feeling together. Self-made. Yep. At W Arcata, can we all stop and appreciate how well, amazing- Well, maybe Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Can we all stop and appreciate how amazing Charlotte has been as of late? Must run in the family. Hashtag do it with flair. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, yeah, of course. Oh, and I'm not counting because I know people are going to be like, I'm not counting the Bray Wyatts because that doesn't it's count. Bray Wyatt. At well, Kiwi, that wasn't on the network. Right. I'm saying network. At Kiwi Tuts. Kiwi. Best pile driver ever. You see that one with the, uh, it was, they were skating and uh, the skater like, it was the ice skating picture he'd sent out to. We sent this out to about. Oh this. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I was thinking wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Straight. That was a that was an Owen Hart powder. That grapple this. That's a lot of Owen Hart references. CM Punk. Yeah. CM Punk limps away from a much anticipated UFC debut fight due to back surgery. Vince sends a WWE logo walker as a get well gift. Hashtag treat the table. That would be hilarious. At WIR Cata, I need that new Bullet Club shirt. Yeah. Might get one for at Table Show TMAC. Hashtag tweet the table. Cool. I won't wear it. <laughs> I, I mean, you can get, hey, hey, buy it through the Spanish yeah, Tablet.net link. At double A underscore WIR. Double A's uh, going to help us out a little bit here. Because uh, we were talking about Phil White 75, Phil, mm-hmm. last couple weeks. Yeah. Normally give us our on this day uh-huh. segments of the show here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's been conspicuously absent. Jerk. Uh, <laughs> so double A says, oh, he says, February 11th, 1969, in Tampa, this man defeated Gene Kinski to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Hashtag tweet the table. Dusty Rhodes. Dory Funk Jr. Ah, damn it. Eh? Dory Funk Jr. At grapple underscore this. (laughs) This? Better than a sunny China porno, Spanish Announce Table episode 133 is going to give you that funky loving heading into the V-Day weekend. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. I like this. How was your Valentine's Day? Uh, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> so I worked some of it here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Got to listen to how Antonin Scalia mm-hmm. was the greatest guy that ever lived. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He told me to find clips of him speaking to play, and I wanted to play a whole lot of different clips than he wanted me to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear he's going to be uh, cremated? Yeah. <laughs> You already know the joke. Yeah. And it's, it's so, you don't want to make fun of dead people, but that would have been funny before the motherfucker was dead. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah. What was that? Well, I didn't do it. You want to ask me? Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. how was your, was your new girlfriend happy? I don't have a new girlfriend. Oh. I did get a, I did oh. get a rose from a female. She gave me a rose. Guess you what I got her? or something? Well, guess what I got her? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> What I did, ah. yeah. What I did on, uh, <laughs> what I did on, uh, you have a tattoo there? Is that, uh, I have three. But, had that, yeah. yeah, this one just. I have a bruise. Um, what I did on Valentine's Day is there's a gentleman uh, who's uh, wanting to be a cop. Ask the gentleman. Well, no, he wants to be a cop. Okay. And so he wants to train in uh, MMA right. so that when he's on the street and you know a crackhead or something gets crazy, he knows what to do. He can take him down. Right. Well, he had never done any of this stuff before. And he wanted to spar, and he had never sparred before. And he didn't understand that we don't go 100%. And he was throwing heat the entire time. It was a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little nervous. Mm-hmm. But that's what I did. Got a Please. got a jack jaw. From a cop. Yeah. From <laughs> a future cop. At Kitty first. Lady. 
Hey, you. I did order this through Spanish announce table. Just waiting for it to come. Do it. Hashtag tweet table. She got the uh, AJ Styles uh, yeah. Ross Hamburger shirt. Yes. That's yes. a cool looking shirt, too. I need to get that. At WIRKETA. Time for the greatest tag team alive to rock Osaka. Too sweet, me table show team at hashtag tweet table. God. I kind of want you to too sweet your forehead when you say Grapple this. <laughs> Better than Titus O'Neil going Ray Rice on Vinnie Mac. Episode 133 of the Spanish Announce Table will nail you with the one hitter quitter. Hashtag tweet the table. So I'm not Ray Rice. At double A underscore WIR. Uh-huh. I'm not used to this. February 11th, 1983 in St. Louis. This man defeated Harley Race to win the Pacific Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. Hashtag tweet the table. Ric Flair. No. Terry Funk? Giant Baba. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. At WIRCATA. Damn it, Bree. Charlotte is figuratively throwing Nikki and Brian in your face. She can't literally throw them. Hashtag Grammar Slam. Hashtag tweet the table. I like that. Grammar Slam. Well, that's a CM Punk show, which oh. I do like. Um, but, yeah, I yeah. hate when people. Literally. Literally? No. This is the longest I've yeah. ever waited. No, it isn't. It's figuratively. Yeah. At Lady Undertaker. No more tables with the Dudleys. Truly end of an era. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh, they'll come back yeah. when they do their face turn. Look, they're going to be the face heel wow. turn of what Big Show is. With the stars lacking right now from everybody's injury. Why is Bully Ray not? Bully Ray or Roman Reigns? Bully Ray could get Roman Reigns over. Well, yeah, but you just can't do it in one week. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it'll get there. Because eventually, because what what has to happen, heel turn, heel, heel, heel. Then he needs to turn on Devon. Match, 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 and then we get Bully. Bully. Yeah. If he's not injured. God, Bully. If he's not injured. Yeah. At grapple underscore this. If WWE wants fans to dress up as their favorite stars, hashtag Black Lives Matter should show up to Raw tapings <laughs> as Hogan. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> That's a yeah, good one, you really man. want this shit now, yeah. fuckers? At WIR Kata, AJ Styles looks like a wizardry school. Makes sense in JBL's world. Hashtag tweet the table. I don't know what that. Maybe I missed JBL's that. stupid. At double A underscore WIR. February 12th, 1984, in Boston. This man defeated the magnificent Don Morocco to win the WWF Intercontinental Championship. Hashtag tweet the table. What year again? 1984. Intercontinental Championship, Mm. 84. Don Morocco. Tito Santana. Tito Santana! Yeah! Yes! You always go Tito Santana. You, you got to throw in a Tito Santana. It was Hogan and then Tito Santana. That was the two biggest stars in the Tito. 80s. At Ceramic underscore Samurai. Hey, girl. Watching the latest NJPW special, The New Beginning. Former NXT CJ Parker is now Juice Robinson. Of course. He's on oh, the juice. Hope he does better here. Hashtag to the table. Because he's on the juice. At WIRCATA. Commentary keeps referring AJ Styles as a pit bull. Maybe they think he's Tomohiro Ishii? I'm not sure. Hashtag Stone Pitbull Wrestling. Hashtag Tweet Table. I don't know. 
Ishii, yeah. Who that is? That's the fucking, that's the tough asshole that I was that really is? impressed with two years ago. Who that is? Remember when I was like, God damn, this is the most physical fucking match oh, I've yeah, ever I seen? Oh, yeah, I gotcha. It's like that. At Heavy Set 330, Slam City spoiler. <laughs> Next season will take place at Slam City General Hospital. Hashtag tweet the table. I like that. At AA underscore WIR. On this day. February 12th, 1996. This man defeated Randy Savage in a steel cage match to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Hashtag tweet the table. 1996, defeating Randy Savage in the cage. For the heavyweight championship. For the world heavyweight title. This is a theme. Of the world. Right. This is a theme I've noticed with Ric Flair, or not Ric Flair, with Macho Man's career as a whole. And so I'm hoping I'm right here. I'm going to say this is Ric Flair. It's Ric Flair. You know why? Huh. Every time Macho Man lost a world title, it was to Ric Flair. Are you serious? It felt like it. WWF? Man. Yeah. WCW? It's like- Who did time- Hogan get it from uh, uh, when the NWO was going? Who did he beat to win the NWO title? The Giant. The Giant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, like, one, one match. And I know Macho Man lost to Hogan when the Mega Powers collided, sure, yeah. but I'm saying like- Outside of that one storyline. He certainly lost a lot of titles to Ric Flair. Yeah, it seemed like every time other than that one, he lost to Ric Flair. He lost the title to Ric Flair. At WIR Keta, Styles versus Jericho at Fastlane. 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 Now, here's two guys I don't mind seeing wrestle again and again, unlike Ziggler and Owens. Hashtag story. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, they're definitely telling a better story, but you know what? Fuck us. Because- Fuck us. You know why? Yeah, fuck us. Because now- that Kevin Owens is the champ, it makes sense that Ziggler is the number one contender because yeah, he beat him. Right. Like, it. that's good That's yeah, good booking. Right. You go, fuck, fuck, yeah, they, whoa, what? So here's also, they knew in advance, yeah. this wasn't like a fuck it, get uh-huh. the title off Rambo. Right. They booked this. It's like it's similar to like when Seth Rollins was the champ, uh, when he became the champ at WrestleMania, but he lost earlier to Randy Orton, so then who would be the number one contender? Randy Orton. At Grapple underscore this. The irony of Titus O'Neil's suspension is that it comes during Black History Month. <laughs> hashtag tweet the table. That's true. At the Rebel Trucker. Hashtag tweet the table. T-Mac hating on Missouri fans for their chant. Yeah. Next thing we'll know, he'll insult LSU fans for spelling of the word go. They do a G-E-A-U-X. Are you fucking Go serious? Tigers. Uh, yeah, that's stupid as fuck <laughs> too. God, I didn't go. know that. Yeah, it'll, like so they'll just uh, do, go. Well, th- I mean that's stupid. You get it because it's yeah. But yeah, I'm, I don't that hate shows that. that that Cajun French influence right. though. Yeah, actually I don't hate it. Missouri, that, that's right. just stupid. It's, it's not even right. I, like, there's I nothing say. that there's nothing in Missouri where people are just like, no, nah, we call it Mizzou. Yeah, I, I retract my initial statement that that go is stupid. It actually makes sense. It's significant to that. You City? don't want a truck driven up your well, ass. Well, that's true. <laughs> but that makes sense. There's no Zs ever in fucking. Uh, oh, well, there's no that. X and go. At WIR Kata. <laughs> well, well, that go. I yeah, guess. yeah, see, that go, yeah. So good to see Summer back in the ring wrestling. It's been far too long. Hashtag summer school back in session. Hashtag with the table. Who said that? Kata. It's so good. It's so good. So good. So good. So she's 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 the Walmart version of Maurice. At double A underscore WIR. Oh. oh. On this day. February 11th, 2014. 
This man defeated Tetsuya Naito to win the never over open weight, never overweight, never open weight championship. Hashtag tweet table. I just watched. That's what I was telking you about. I don't remember. <laughs> Ishii. Ishii. Yeah. Good job. Ishii, yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got an NJP. Yeah, I got, got a New Japan. Kata's all like. Yeah. He's like. Well, I legit right. got that right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. Grapple this. Kata, give me some props. Better than a Von Eric match at WrestleMania in Dallas. Spanish Now's Table episode 133 gives you that old school flavor you've been missing. Hashtag tweet the table. I like all these compliments. Yeah. At WIR Kata. JBL said wins and losses matter, but hang on. Road Dog said on Twitter that it doesn't matter. I'm so confused. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, one guy is a commentator and the other guy actually books the matches. <laughs> At Heavyset330, no caption needed. Hashtag tweet the table. This was a picture Heavyset posted while he happened to be in a, uh, it was like a library or a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of wrestling books right underneath their category sign. There's wrestling books underneath the... The sign for the category of the section. For him, oh, I guess that's sports. Sports. Neat. At underscore W-I-R. On this day. January, or excuse me, February 11th, 2015. This man defeated Adrian Neville to become the number one contender for the NXT championship. Hashtag with the table. Oh, man, I wasn't listening because I was trying to think of heavy sets insult. What? <laughs> Say it February again. To, February 11, 2015. Uh-huh. This guy uh-huh. defeats Adrian Neville. Uh-huh. Adrian Neville to become the number one contender for the NXT championship. Hashtag tweet the table. Sami Zayn. Look at He defeated Neville? Yep. To become the number one contender. I guess, yeah. At WIR Cata. Oh, shit. That's right. Didn't see Summer beating Paige. Hashtag tweet the table. We could have rewound it. At GBL 316. <laughs> hashtag tweet the table. So you didn't see it. Hashtag tweet the table. Social outcasts are awesome on SmackDown. Hashtag social house cats. Roflamal. Adam Rose is very funny. I like the social outcasts. Yeah. Did you watch the SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, God. He's like, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> at Theo75 says to at Titan T-Mac. Not me. He says, who are you? Hashtag tweet the table. I think I know. I think I know, too. At WIRCATA, Byron Saxton's face looks so stupid. How stupid does it look? (laughs) When JBL does his stupid WWE Network pitch with the price cards, just want to punch him. Hashtag tweet the table. Did you see when they were talking about, what were they talking about? Oh, Booker T. So they showed the Booker T. Mm-hmm. Hey, we Video like Black Pegasus. History Month. Here's yeah. a black guy we used to employ. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's, yeah. So there's that. So they do that thing. And then <laughs> and then they're all like, they're doing the five-time thing, you know? And Byron goes, Saga! And JBL's like, Byron, don't do that. You're from the suburbs. <laughs> Byron looked like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Like if there's any street in him, he had right there. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you can tell too that they, he was not like <laughs> he was not really okay with that statement. He was like, "Hey, this motherfucker is." That's awesome. Yeah, because he looked that. like, "Oh shit, I got to smile now." Like, <laughs> yeah. So don't do that. You're from the suburbs. At double A underscore W I R. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> On this day. 
February 11, 2015, this woman defeated Charlotte, Bailey, and Becca Lynch. And Becca Lynch. <laughs> Becca Lynch. She should become all like white trash. <laughs> yeah, trailer. Lynch, yeah. Becca Lynch. Like Nadia. Yeah. Nadia? <laughs> Becky Lynch in a fatal four-way to win the NXT Women's Championship. Hashtag with table. Defeated Charlotte, Bailey, and Becky Lynch. Sasha. Sasha Banks. The boss. At Belt Mark you, Bill. You know how she walked out after she won Pussy first. <laughs> yeah. Pussy leg, leg. Pussy, pussy leg, leg. Pussy. At Belt Mark Bill. Yeah, Bill. Well put. He is the underdog that won me over as well. We'll miss him. Hashtag tweet table. Yeah, he was uh, responding to a tweet of, uh, I wrote that article on Daniel Bryan. And you wrote an article. Yeah. And I really liked it. it was it good? Yeah. Okay, good. I even shared it on Facebook. Nice. Thanks, yeah. guy. That's yeah. a nice guy there. Yeah, I was reading another article and I was like, I'm gonna plagiarize this. I was like, I'm gonna write it. Yeah, I just completely stole it. No, I was like, well, okay, so I was reading an article. I don't even remember where I was reading from it, but I was like, people can't write where the shit. (laughs) Like, people can't. Now that's it. We've been to journalism school. Right. So we have an expectation of what writing is. So I was like, I could write this better. Uh, Right? That's it's not plagiarizing because all the facts of the story are the same in every story you're going to read, right? So I was like, I could write this better. So I wrote it better. <laughs> I put it out there. That's so awesome. Yeah. You know what? You fucking suck. Uh, <laughs> Let me do I this. I was like, man, this is a really great story, but this guy sucks telling yeah. it. Hey, great point. Let me take that. <laughs> yeah. Let me do that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> W.I. Arcata. Cole sounded so dumb when he said, what's this about? Dudley's attacked Reigns. Because he's the Usos' cousin. Duh. Hashtag treat the table. I love that. Yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, I really liked it. That's that's great pro wrestling from one show to the next. You know what I mean? Because now SmackDown, they got a tag team match. So hmm. Perfect. At Phil White, 75. Phil! He's back. He says, hashtag tweet the table. On this day. <clears throat> February 13th, 1997. Mm. Shawn Michaels does this. Loses his smile. Loses his smile. Yeah. And what? And and uh, gives up the title. Forfeits the yeah, WWF championship. Yeah, I do remember that. That was huge in my, in my childhood. How? So it was the WWF, you know, and they had to move the WWE because of the World Wildlife Fund. How ingenious was the slogan, get the F out? Oh, yeah, it's perfect. One of the best responses I've ever seen to a legal situation, uh-huh. get and the made, F out. And that shirt was everywhere for a while. The whole double entendre of it yeah. was just fucking amazing. Yep. I was like, perfect. this is the fucking coolest thing I've yep. ever seen. Get the F out. What a way to make that a positive and be cool. You're yep. like, because <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the F. But Get I think, it. have you seen the one shirt that like hipsters wear where it's a panda taking a steel chair to another <laughs> yeah, panda that yeah. says WWE? I like that. Though. I want that shirt. Yeah. yeah. At AA underscore WIR says. On this day. Get some dueling on this dayers. I know, and your guys are, man, really <laughs> messing with my brain here. February 11th, 2015. So you're just doing the NXT shit. Yeah, you just had what happened in the NXT last year. <laughs> this guy defeated Sami Zayn by TKO to win the NXT championship. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. At WIRCATA, Sasha Banks versus Naomi. Yet it still says Sasha Banks on Team Bad's video wall. Yeah, might want to sort that out. Hashtag tweet the table. Good observation yeah, to nice. catch a video wall error. I like that. At Phil White 75. Phil. Hashtag tweet the table. On this day. February 13th, 1997. 
Thursday, Raw Thursday. This man defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley for the WWF IC title. The Rock. No, Goldust. Rocky Maivia. Oh, fuck. I should have stayed with it. Damn it. Rocky Maivia. And that led to, to Die, Rocky, Die. Die, Rocky, Die. At double A underscore W I R. Should have knew. February 11th, 2015. This team defeated Red Ragon and the Time Splitters to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Is it the soundbite? Yeah. Yeah, it's the. Nerd! Formerly known as the Young Bucks. At WIR Kata. These fucking dorks thought it was cool. They took a picture when they were hiding underneath the ring right. and posted it. Yeah. You're not fucking cool. Yeah, you're not cool. At WIR Kata. God, I didn't want WWE using AJ Styles' last TNA theme, Evil Ways, in the Wyatt Family video package. Lamau. Hashtag Tweet Table. Another good observation. Man. Damn, he's on point, man. I like He's like that. hyper watching. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, did you see that fucking cricket in the Wyatt family thing? <laughs> yeah. The same cricket they used in the last package. <laughs> Stock footage. That's ceramic underscore samurai. Hey, girl. Matt Seidel is nothing to sneeze at, but whenever Ricochet gets in the ring, he steals the show. Hashtag tweet the table. We need to get his brother on. Yeah, his brother, the yoga master. Yoga mom. At double A underscore W-I-R. I have his contact info, too. I should just fucking Yeah, he said he would come on. Yeah. Fuck. At double A underscore W-I-R says, February 11th, 2015, these two men defeated Hiroki Goto and Katsuyori Shibata to win the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, Luke Gallows and uh, 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 Carl Anderson. Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. Oh, I said Luke, yeah. damn it. Yeah, Doc. Same guy. Yeah. NWR Kenna. That's two. I know. You're on top of this shit. Come on, motherfucker. Bring it. Yeah. At WIR Kata, Mauro Ronaldo just called the Ushigoroshi after AJ Styles hit Hiroki Goto's move on Chris Jericho. Yeah, I love SmackDown. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, hold on. SmackDown's awesome. It's a lot better than what, what it, it used was. to be. Sure. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But they still have no storylines. Nope. Yeah, because it's not the storyline day. It, that sucks. And Ceramic underscore Samurai. Torn between laughing at the Young Bucks because you hate them hey girl. and laughing because they're just kind of lame. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, hey, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. And you know what? Especially at 420. Right. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Like, eventually you're going to tell 900 jokes. One of them is going to be half ass funny. At double A underscore W-I-R. February 11th, 2015. This guy defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Hashtag tweet the table. Okada. AJ Styles. Oh, shit. Shit. What year was it? 2015. Really? Not the year of pro wrestling. At WIR Kata. If WWE has to have Taker at WrestleMania. No. Why not just book all four Wyatts against Taker? Kane, Big Show, and Ryback. Hashtag tweet the table. Ugh. I like the four Wyatts against Taker better than yeah. than. Kane, Big Show, and Ryback. That's where this is going, isn't it? Son of a bitch. No. It was fucking Big Show, Kane, and Ryback last night stopping the Wyatts. Well, that's for Fastlane. That's just yeah. to get them what through Fastlane. What do you think it goes on? They're going to be beating them down. They're going to be so close to beating them, and then dong. No, 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 no. They're going to beat them. And dong. No, no because this way, Taker doesn't have to be there that much. No. No, they don't have gonna, to work that much. No, they're not going to do the same thing twice. Dong. Not for Taker. Dong. 
No, uh, they're just doing this to, to get why it's a good win, and then Dong. it's Wyatt versus Lesnar. No. Yes, it Dean is. Ambrose versus Lesnar. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Yep. No, it's Les. No, it's because it's Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Dana Owens. Dana fucking Brooks at WR Canada. <laughs> WWE. Oh, I already said that. At Phil White seventy five. Phil. Hashtag tweet the table. On this day. February fourteenth, two thousand six. <laughs> two thousand six. It's gonna be my year. <laughs> I love that so much. Two thousand six. February fourteenth, two thousand six. This man was released by WWE for hepatitis after bleeding on The Undertaker. Oh, I think I do know this. Ah, shit. February 14, 2016. I I always want to say. 2006. Released by (laughs) WWE for hepatitis after bleeding on The Undertaker. Was it Chris Nowinski? No. Somebody's dad. Oh, Bob Orton. Cowboy Bob Orton. Yeah. What did Chris Nowinski do, though? I thought he got released for something fucking like yeah, that. Yeah, the concussions is what ended up. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Right? At Ceramic underscore Samurai. Hey, girl. Things that need to happen in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Coming o- to America. <laughs> Okada versus Ricochet Dropkick Showdown. Oh, I, like, I like Ricochet. At WR Kenny. Yeah, I like him, too. Braun versus Show got bumped from Fastlane to Raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Good. Good. At AA underscore WIR. On this day. February 11th, 2016. Happy 43rd birthday to. It's two birthdays. This one's for the 43rd birthday and a 52nd birthday. Bret Hart. Nope. <laughs> 43rd birthday uh-huh. to Hernandez. Hernandez. And 52nd birthday to Ken Shamrock. Ew. Ew. He fights Hoyce Gracie this weekend in the main event of a Bellator show. What the (laughs) fuck is happening? (laughs) At Theo 75, Brie Bella is leaving WWE to pop out some kids for D-Bry. Who am I going to throw hard liquor at now? Hashtag Brie mode. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, did you hear that? She said she's going to be uh-huh. leaving soon. Uh, how about you throw it at uh, Bye-bye. Summary? You could throw, uh, throw it I- baby. You could throw iPhone cases at Emma. <laughs> at ceramic underscore samurai. Uh, <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> I was laughing. If the WWE tag division was allowed to be half as fun as NJPWs, we'd have a lot more to talk about. Hashtag tweet the table. I think Hunter's trying to get it there. Was trying to get what is the there? tag division in WWE? It's good, but if it was half as good as NJPW's, man, come on, let's be honest, they ain't got that much better. Uh, there's definitely a distinction. People that like the in-ring product, we like the in-ring product. Mm-hmm. We like the performance stuff, mic work, storyline, as much if not more than the in-ring product. More, yeah. The other way. With the people that like the NJPW and the Indies. And yeah, stuff. that's true. Right? Yeah. So, eh, right. yes and n- no. Yeah. Yes, if we could get the best wrestlers in the world to come be in the tag team division of the WWE, yes. 
if they just come and wrestle and don't tell any stories. Well, and I, I also okay. think sometimes the tag division or just in general WWE because of how much TV they have to fill, they're overexposed so you forget how fucking good the Usos are or you forget how good Harper and Rowan is. Right. You know, or are. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. sometimes it's like, hey, just because you see them every week doesn't mean they're not fucking great. Right. At double A underscore W-I-R. February 10th, 2016. Happy 45th birthday to... Homicide. It's a woman. It's had two different names across companies. Bret Hart. Medusa. Tara slash Victoria. Also... Oh, Victoria. She owns Squared Circle Pizza up there in Chicago. Also, go to it. happy birthday to Sat member... Contributor? Gata? Cock. Hey! He's at the table. And he's young, too. Yeah, he's a little cock. Yeah, he's a little cock. A little cock. Look at that little baby and cock. Katie first. <laughs> a lady. Ready for Raw with my new Rob Schamberger shirt. Hashtag tweet the table. Boom. Did you send a picture? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was February 15th at 635 to our... Uh, Whoa. To our... Uh, Listeners. Tables. And to our tweet the tables. To our tables. You guys, that's what to you guys tables. At ceramic underscore samurai. Hey, girl. Nakamura introduced me to strong style. Shibata has made me really appreciate it. He's brutal. Hashtag tweet the table. Sometimes, though, now that we know so much about concussions and shit, it's like. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. It makes I get, me uncomfortable. I get almost. Larry watching football these days, too. When yeah. When I see big hits, I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this. Like the Super Bowl when uh, Demarius Thomas went across the middle and took that huge shot from yeah. the middle linebacker. I was like, Ooh. Well, and the uh, the one in the uh, Bengals Steelers game. Oh, yeah. Because that was. And just I was like, Ooh. Brutal. Good. And the way he fell. It's, I, we're going to watch somebody die on national television someday. Oh, yeah. It's just going to happen. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to get hit. And but die. I still love a good knockout in a fight. Yeah. Like, that doesn't get me all. I do yeah. fucking love it. NAA underscore WIR. Love it. Oh, I love a knockout. On this day. February 9th, 2016. Happy 52nd birthday to. Medusa. Medusa. Hey! <laughs> the yeah. You kind of gave me a look I'm like. Under blaze. You kind of gave me a look like, say it. At Theo75. Says, hey, at double A underscore WIR, what gives with the doppelganger accounts like at Titan T Mac? Hashtag tweet table. He's calling out Andy. Oh, is it Andy? I didn't think it was Andy. I think I still know who it is. Yeah, I thought I was thinking somebody other than Andy. If it's Andy, let us know. Andy. Did you crack the case? Well, Andy is the is the T Mac's mom. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that I knew. Yeah. But he's generally not Yeah. Titan T-Mac. Uh, Titan T-Mac. At Sir underscore Samurai. Hey, girl. It's not fair that Hiroshi Tanahashi will always have better hair than me. Hashtag tweet the table. You got nice hair. You got nice hair. Follow you on Instagram. So do I. I follow you. What? You, you follow me, but I follow her as well. I follow her. Right. So do I. And you follow me. And I follow you. And I follow you. And you follow me, I think, yeah. She follow you? I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Do you follow me? I, I follow you, yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you fucking do. At double A underscore W I R. February 10th, 2016. Happy 57th birthday to 
Look, the Cadbury egg commercial is coming up. That means yeah. Easter's coming up. That means warm weather and candy uh, that I can't eat. Um, what now? 57th birthday. Oh, it's probably Road Dog. Ming. Hashtag to oh. the table. <laughs> I don't know why I said Road Dog. Kitty first. <laughs> Lady. Liking the start of Raw. Hashtag fatal five way. Hashtag to the table. And yeah. I liked how quick they got into it. Yeah, they just like. Right here. Right, let's do it. At grapple underscore this. Wait, what? Grammys in LA and Bo Rida ain't there for his mad skills on the mic. Hashtag haters gonna hate. Hashtag tweet the table. I like that uh, Bo Dallas still does his inspirational pose when they all walk out. Yeah. Like the social outcast. Yeah, they're still themselves. Yeah, they're still yeah, they're not like morphed into like one gigantic you know, you know, douche. Still, no, they've yeah. all got their own, yeah. At double oh. A underscore W I R. Vince finally does what Titan T Mac or well at Table Show T Mac wanted and gives Titan O'Neill a push. And then quickly suspends him. Thanks a lot, T Mac. Hashtag Twitch. <laughs> what the fuck did I yeah, do? You got Titus on your fight. Yeah. At WIR Kata. I thought the commentator said Sasha wasn't at Raw. If she was there the whole time, why wasn't she already ringside? Hashtag Twitch the table. And what was with her ghetto ass? Take the rings off, take her earrings off. Yeah, like because it's, it's ghetto ass. Yeah. At Katie first. Lady. Owens wins back to the title. Wins backs. Wins back the title, excuse me. Him and AJ at Mania? Hashtag tweet the table. No. Nope. Tim and Ambrose. Uh, nope. Nope. Then who? Okay, then who is it? Dolph. At grapple underscore They're going to go back to back. Yes. The they same, do that all the time. This isn't a Drake song. That's They're what not, they do, yeah. like that yeah. reference. At uh, grapple underscore this. Okay. Former wrestling legend Sid Vicious upset that Bo Ryder wasn't nominated. Kanye to blame? Hashtag tweet table. Showed a picture of at Psycho Vicious, his Twitter, uh-huh. and it just says, fuck the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody responded like, you're not watching the Grammys? <laughs> Why is he so upset? I don't know. Like, what is he, he says, fuck the Grammys. At Chris Mercado 32. What up, Chris? Charlotte's always in these controversial angles. A true flair. Hashtag tweet table. That should be her thing. Mm-hmm. If there's a death or a cancer... Or uh, anything. I thought injury. Brie, like if this was Attitude Era, I thought Brie when uh, Charlotte was giving the Brie the whole, oh, you got to do this, yeah. this. He's not tough enough. And like, neither was your brother. Oh. Like, <laughs> that's what I would have said if I oh. was there. At Kitty First. <laughs> Lady. Cutting Edge Peep Show with the New Day. Yes, please. Hashtag tweet table. Yeah, we're going to get that at uh, Fastlane. And then after Fastlane, Fastlane, their show debuts on the network. I'm excited about that. At Ceramic underscore Samurai. Hey, girl. Ugh. <laughs> They're doing the thing with Brie none of us wanted to see. Joy. But is she going to win? Hashtag tweet the table. No, nah, she's going to lose, and that's her last match. You think? Oh, we got to do our picks. Yeah, we'll do our picks. You don't think she wins in nope. the title? No. Nope. And then nope. Mania. Mania, and then... Nope. Yes. No. Yes. yes. No. Thanks, everybody. I love all of you. No. Yeah. No. no. Mania. Right, I'm looking Mania tonight, man. Yeah. Right now. And Chris shit. Mercado, 32. I wouldn't mind going to a Brian and Bree bed and breakfast. Hashtag tweet the table. I wouldn't either. I thought that too. I was yeah. like, I want to go see yeah, that. I would really want to do uh, that. Like, uh, it's like in Seattle or something. Yeah, Fun. yeah. Use an organic toilet or uh, something. Aberdeen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, organic toilet. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? I feel like they would just have a, it. Just a fucking patch of hay out in the back. That <laughs> kitty first. Lady. I get they're trying to give Bree some sympathy. First with Nikki, now with Brian. But do we really think she'll win? Hashtag Twitter. Nope. At grapple underscore this. 
Update. Triple H and Joey Mercury stopped Vince from firing Titus O'Neil after their altercation on Raw. Can we hug it out? Let's hug it out. Hashtag tweet the table. Why have we not seen Triple H? Because he's going to get the Legacy Award next week. But I... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't been out there because... Like, fuck, he's there every week. Now yeah, he's the champ, yeah, and now we don't see him at all. Yeah, no, yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah. At Chris Mercado, 32. Is it just me? Probably. Or is, it, or is Charlotte a lot hotter as a heel? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. I love bad I, I, bitches. I read this tweet, so it may have influenced my uh-huh. outlook, but I was like, yeah. Yeah. What's Sassy. That? What's that? Sassy. <laughs> What's that ASAP Rocky song? Uh, I love bad bitches. That's uh, my fucking problem. <laughs> At ceramic underscore samurai. Hey, girl. Here I was about to make fun of Summer Rae, but damn, girls showed up to work. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, if you work once every six months, yeah, you I work can great do then it. too. Yeah. Yeah. At grapple underscore this. Better than a Mark Henry botch or a page flop. Spanish announced table episode 133 will take you home with a strong finisher. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, it's can't see cunt punch. Cunt, cunt punch, even. Yeah. Not the punt. Or a punt. Cunt punt. Well, you have the punt. I have you the punch. You get the punch. So, like, we, it's a tandem thing. Like, you punch him and I punt him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a tag team maneuver. Uh-huh. That's how we beat the Young Bucks. At Chris Mercado, 32. I would love to do that mm. to him. Vegans everywhere are angry at Charlotte after that promo. I have to tweet the, tweet the table. Yeah, the uh, goat-faced vegan babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Ceramic underscore Samurai. Hey, girl. I'm not sure I understand why they ignore NXT on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Why not cross-promote? Why not acknowledge the Hype Brothers? Hashtag Tweet Table. Yeah, they had Zack Ryder on there. And just nothing. Well, how about this? How about we acknowledge NXT and say, hey, you know, NXT TakeOver next week, but let's never talk about the Hype Brothers. Here's what, yeah, here's what happened. Zack Ryder was backstage. They needed a fill-in. They were like, Zack, you're going to wrestle. And he's like, all right, you want me to do my Hype Brothers? And they were like, no. 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 Because we don't know what that is. <laughs> they just blinked at him. Well, they didn't the, even say anything. Well, the writers are going like, what is that? Hype, bros. Well, you don't have enough time. Just go yeah. now. No, we're not in a techno. Just yeah. get out there. Yeah. At Chris Mercado 32. Where's JTG? Big Show versus Strowman is on tonight. WWE. Are you trying to put me to sleep? Hashtag tweet the table. No, I was trying to build Big Show so that you would tune into the network to see his interview with Stone Cold, which was phenomenal. At Lady Undertaker. I think Gold Dust and R Truth would be a fun team. Hope they finally get together. Hashtag tweet table. Well, they are together. No. They're not wrestling matches, but they're working a, a program no. together. He no. ejaculated on that woman. He did. Yeah. And, and R Truth said he liked it on her. And that's so weird. It's PG. And Big E masturbated. Yeah. Well, like he simulated it. Yeah. Cut the balls. He, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He ejaculated on that woman. Yep. Yep. Gold dust. Which of all characters that you're gonna do that with on your roster, he is the one that makes sense. You know what I'll give Gold Dust some great credit for? That motherfucker comes up with an original way to paint his fucking face every time. I know. And it's always immaculate. Yeah. Straight lines, hard corners. Probably. Who else is gonna fucking sit there? God damn it, I gotta do gold dust face again. Yeah. It's Rob. <gasps> what? It's Rob. That's cool. He paints wrestlers. At Ceramic underscore Samurai. Hey, girl. Three diva segments in one night. That's how you know everyone is injured. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> Great observation. At Chris Mercado 32. <clears throat> Chris Jericho wearing a vest and a light-up jacket, but no shirt. Because why the fuck not? Hashtag tweet the table. 
Yeah. <laughs> just fuck it. Fuck it. Hey, Katie, first. Lady. So that's three Divas segments tonight. You all right. Hashtag tweet table. Yeah, are you just, you're all injured. At heavyset330, WWE must be really trying to get me to buy a ticket with adding Owens versus Ziggler to the card. Hashtag tweet the table. Just Look at all this chocolate on the TV. Those, those are nut goodies. That was another one of my rap names. Nut goodies in the house. Nut goodies. At Chris Mercado 32. I've never what? had one. Is it good? What, nut goodies? <laughs> Some <laughs> would tell you they're delicious. <laughs> Why are you looking at, at me? At Chris way? Mercado 32. <laughs> Y2J dissing Michael Cole is always good TV. No, it ain't. Hashtag Michael Cole's stupid suit. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> not always funny. Yeah. yeah, it's not always funny. Chris Jericho. Nothing Chris funny. Jericho does is always funny. Right, yeah. At Katie First. Lady. How nice of Big Show to give Stone Cold a slammy. Hashtag tweet the table. That was funny. He just handed him a slammy. He's like, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> at GBL316. That's how he started uh, off. He's like, here. At GBL316. <laughs> hashtag tweet the table. Is Calf Killer really that bad of a name for a submission move? Killer's in it. Calf Crusher sounds lame. In my opinion. Well, killer. You can't have killer in anything. At Chris Mercado, 32. Gold Dust just... Gold Dust... Yeah. Uh-huh. Gold Dust just blew his little goldies all over her dress. Hashtag tweet the table. Little goldies. That's gross. <laughs> he de- That was exactly what they were doing, right? Oh, 100%. Because he was like, Get, don't point that thing at me. Yep. He turns over here. Yeah. He's even making the... Uh-uh. Yeah. Good for That's them. That's how I do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to like give you mine. Like, what does mine sound like? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> At WIRCANA. Big Show is Jesus Christ. What is wrong with this? Big Show is killing me with drinking his beer behind the white sheet. Laugh my ass off. Yeah, they can't drink a beer too. now. Because he, so Austin. You own the network. You do not need to. Right, but Austin yeah. handed Big Show his beer. IPA. Yep. Here. And and Big Show goes, can I drink this on air? And Stone Cold goes, hey, hey I don't. Uh, not my call. Yeah, and so then he like sneaks. It. It's like a beer. You're Everybody's illegal. Afraid of their- Tennis O'Neill just got fired for touching the boss. Yeah, that's true. God. At GBL th- Triple H touches the boss all the fucking time. <laughs> At GBL three sixteen hashtag tweet the table. Fuck yeah! It's social outcast time. Yeah, they're fun. They are fun. At Living Legend one forty eight. Oh, Captain Awesome. You said Dan Severn has a 70s porn stash. I thought you said he had a 70s porn stash. Hashtag through the table. Well, he's got a stash of pornos. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, he might. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I bet he w- If If you picture a guy watching 70s porn, I bet he looks a lot like Dan Severn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or doing taxes during the 70s, like an accountant. Uh, yeah. I got a TV one time. Good for you. When I was in Germany from one of my uh, sergeants in the Air Force, right? He was like, hey, I got this old TV. You want it? Sitting out in the garage. I don't need it anymore. Like a TV-VCR combo, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I get it home. I plug it in, and I hear, uh, there's a tape in the VCR. And I'm like, hmm. His TV that was in the garage has a tape in the VCR. Uh-oh, it was porn. What else could this be? It's porn. That he didn't remember was in his VCR. Porn. And it was 70s. Yes. Big glasses. Yeah. Curly hair. Even better. In all places. Yes. Porn. Great. So I masturbated. Not. 
I was hoping for a different reaction than that. Well, it just kind of shocked me because it didn't sound what like a joke. What were you hoping for? I don't know. But like, you didn't say it like a joke. Yeah. So then I masturbated, and yeah. then it's called the guy that said thanks. NWR Canada, fatal four-way, not fatal five-way. Go home, Stephanie. You're drunk. Hashtag tweet the table. It was a five-way, wasn't it? It was Tyler Breeze, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Stardust. And Stardust. So that is five. Five. At the Rebel Trucker. Hashtag tweet the table. Not everyone down south calls it specifically Coke, T-Mac. Some of us call soda exactly by the products and name. Not in Atlanta. Yeah. Not in Hot Atlanta, you don't. I don't know where you go. Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> not in Hot Atlanta. At Lady Undertaker. People need to stop chanting, please retire at Big Show. It's mean. Hashtag tweet the table. You know what? We're people. We do a lot of fucking mean things. At WIRCATA. Owens versus Ziggler at Fastlane. 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 Fuck, I can't wait for Ziggler to retire from wrestling. So fucking boring. Hashtag tweet the table. Retire? (laughs) Is it like 30? Well, he has a successful stand-up comedy career. (laughs) Did you know? (laughs) What a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That therein is the most successful joke he's ever fucking told. At Kentucky Fried Comedian. Like, his dumbest joke that they, like, put on the network as, like, he's a funny comedian is he goes, anyone single out there? You know, they clap. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, that was easier than Tinder. At Kentucky Fried Comedian, throwaway episode of Raw is surprising when need for a strong fast lane to fill Texas Stadium for WrestleMania. Risky gamble. Has ticked to the table. They're going to fill up that stadium no matter what. Yeah, comps will fill it up. You could have the sh- the worst WWE special event in history and WrestleMania's yep. full. At Lady Undertaker, the Anaheim crowd on Raw really disrespected AJ Styles with what chance? Needs to stop. Hashtag tweet the table. What? 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 Yeah, we got AJ Styles really going at it, though, this time. We hadn't seen him, like, really tear into somebody, you know? I like that. Like, hey. Hey. I get it. You, you know, it's still I'm bothering put, Yeah, I'm going to put five across your lip. Still bothering you. Yeah. That I'm better than you. I'm going to put five across your lip. Lip. At WIR Cata. New Day will be on the Cutting Edge Peep Show, so all of a sudden they bring up a three-month-old segment. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Wrestling. At Lady Undertaker. Love the fact that Seamus took out the braids in his beard. Looks much better natural. Hashtag tweet the table. I saw that, too. He didn't have the uh, shitty look. Yeah, it looked a lot better. Of course, he looked like that... Uh, What's on Street Fighter 2, the Russian, the end of Zangief? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Video game reference. You fucking nerds. Look at that. Like <laughs> something for everybody on this show. <laughs> 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 at WIR Canada. Ah, yeah. yeah. You fucking nerds. Yeah, yeah, fucking nerds. Yeah, yeah, something for you there. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. yeah uh, lots of more shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to my fucking website. At WIR Canada. <laughs> Can we all stop bitching about Coldplay? They're a great fucking band. Hashtag Tweet the Table. I like them. Yeah, you know how I know you're gay. <laughs> all right. That's Tweet the Table. T-Mac, you know what uh, else is happening Sunday? Yeah. What's that? King of the Dot. Blackout 6. What? You didn't think I was going to say that shit. Uh, it is. Title match. Roan versus Ill Mac. Who's winning? Ill Mac. Uh-huh. 
Wait oh, a minute. This is your uh, battle. Oh, no, it's the 21st. You retired from this, didn't you? Shouldn't but you? I still, I still, I still dabble in watching it. It's you the dab? Ni- uh, pff, yeah. It's the 19th and 20th. We can do that here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 19th and 20th is that. Right. 21st right. is uh, okay. Fastlane. Well, I was talking about Fastlane. Well, I just said it. Fastlane. We're going to make some picks for the Fastlane. Let's just do it quick, We're going to keep doing this Fastlane joke until you guys get so pissed off that we keep going, Fastlane, Fastlane, Fastlane. It's more fun to watch, actually. We have a reputation for um, running jokes long. Yeah, you know who said that? Yeah. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. <laughs> All right. So far, that had where is Blue Kazoo? That had had been announced. She recently got married and stuff. So right or oh. engaged or something. Oh. Right. Oh. Am I wrong with that? I think Katie. You're right. Yeah. Tell us. But I think you're right. Blue Kazoo. Right. Blue kazoo. Blue kazoo. Blue kazoo. All right. So right now we've got six known matches. So Five. she's in one of those relationships where it's like, we're going to compromise and you can't watch wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I can't count. We have five matches so far for the WWE wrestling kickoff. U.S. title match. Two out of three falls. Kalisto. Alberto Del Rio. Go. Kalisto wins this. Two out of three. Yep. Kalisto. Intercontinental Championship. <clears throat> Kevin Owens. Get you caught up there. Dolph Ziggler. Kevin Owens is winning this via a pinfall. Yes. Same thing? No. Uh-huh. Sasha Banks and Becca Lynch versus Naomi and Tamina. This one's a little tough for me. I bet Naomi and Tamina win this pinfall. Damn it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. All right, I'll go different. Okay. Sasha Banks and Becca Lynch win. Pinfall. No. You want to switch? I'm going to do the opposite of what you're doing because we need something different and I've got a lead. So I've got a pretty big fucking lead. No, I've got Sasha and Becky. Sasha and Becky. All right, I'll go Naomi and Tamina. Divas Championship match. Hey, we have five matches booked. Two of them. Divas. Yep. Divas Championship. Charlotte versus Brie Bella. What do you think? Uh, It's Charlotte. Well, then pick it. It's Charlotte. Mm, yeah, it's Charlotte, isn't it? Because this is. You always lose your last match. This is her last match. This isn't her last yes, match. Yes, it is. Fastlane, why wouldn't she do her last match at WrestleMania? Because who would she wrestle? Well, anybody. It's her last fucking match. But she's. No, no, her last match at WrestleMania would be with her sister. She's not ready. Right. So her last singles match will be at Fastlane, and then when Nikki's better next year, she'll come back and it'll be at that WrestleMania. No. Here's yes. what will happen. No, you're uh, right. Nikki Bella's never returning to the ring. Yes, she is. And Brie Bella will uh, wrestle. No, she's done. Trish Stratus at no. WrestleMania. Uh, all right. So no. Charlotte Pinfall. Yep. Or tap. Pin. Pin. I'll say Charlotte. Oh, you're going to say Charlotte? You're going to talk all that Brie shit and then you're going to go Charlotte? Yeah. Hey, you son of a bitch. <laughs> World heavyweight title match triple or no world heavyweight title number one contender match Roman triple threat Roman Roman Reigns wins this and and uh, yeah pinfall oh you wait you're going Roman too yeah because I think we're gonna have Dean Ambrose Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania oh that's right that's the match you were thinking and we're gonna have Triple H and Roman Reigns you're so wrong no that's this is how this is happening it's gonna be Brock and Bray ugh gross that's stupid. Paul Heyman and yeah, Bray Wyatt? Yep. That's stupid. Yep. yep. 
Hey, Because uh, you know what we need hey. more of is Brock Lesnar laughing at his opponent. The Roman Reigns-Paul Heyman segment. What would you think? thought it was okay. I like where he's like, you're good. And then he like, like the whole thing, he shook his hand, he's like, because normally like you see Paul Heyman getting fucked with. And yeah, th- yeah. Like, this one was like a, he's like, Look, I, you can say all the shit you want. Right. I, my favorite dumb. part, yeah, my favorite part of that was when the Dudleys attacked. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, ooh, what? ECW? Ooh, what? And then I was like, ooh, yeah, because it's a cousin. Like, ooh, it makes sense. To- Oops. Well, I like when a storyline goes into yeah, another storyline right. and it makes sense. Yeah, it does make Continuity. sense. Continuity. Yes. Love that shit. All right, so that's our picks. There I'm sure is. there'll be more, but, you know. We don't know them now. Uh-huh. We don't know now. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk to Trevor Murdoch and Derek McQuinn, KC Pro Wrestling. Great two interview. Two Harley Race trained professional wrestlers. Trevor Murdoch, three-time uh, WWE Tag Team Champion. Yep. Yep. And he's got, we've got an Arn Anderson story. Mm-hmm. We've got a Ric Flair story. we got a Road Warriors story. we got a Road Warriors story in this interview. we got some good shit. we got Randy Orton's name gets dropped. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. This is a great, This is one of our better all-time interviews, and it's and fun. It just, and these yeah. guys are just super cool, too. Awesome, All guys. right. That'll be a when we return. <laughs> to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And? Airplane tray tables hold more bacteria than most typical household items, a study found. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. everyone it's captain awesome and one of the most common questions i get is captain how can i be awesome like you and host a podcast and if i had the time to explain how to podcast to every single one of you i would but i don't i'm a family man i hold two jobs i got a lot of responsibilities plus it takes a lot of time to be this awesome but i can still help you out all you got to do is go to our website spanishannouncetable.net Right there on the front of the page is this big red box that tells you to check out our sponsor page. You click that, and on our sponsor page, if you scroll down a little bit, you're going to see a big banner that says, Learn How to Podcast. It's for The School of Podcasting. And these are podcast tutorials hosted by Dave Jackson, an award-winning podcast teacher. He's been downloaded over 1 million times, and he's been podcasting for over 10 years. In fact, in 2014, he was named the Director of Podcasting for the New Media Expo, one of the top events in the industry. He's also won awards at Fortune 500 companies for his customer service. So Dave knows what he's doing. And these podcast tutorials include things like Computer 101, where you learn how to manage files, cut, copy, paste, and more. Planning your podcast, like how to pick a name, choosing a host, setting up your blog, what tools are best for you. Producing your podcast, where you get professional sounding podcasts, choosing the best software, the podcasting style, etc. Also, he teaches you how to build your website. You can watch tutorials on plugins, themes, and all that junk. There's also tools on how to promote your podcast. This is where you can try to earn some of that money. And Dave feels so strongly about the School of Podcasting, he's offering a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to know how to podcast, go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, click that big red box that tells you to check out our sponsor page, find School of Podcasting, take some of those classes, and they're going to give us a little kickback, and you will have learned how to be awesome just like me. Welcome 
to the second hour-ish of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Yes. T-Mac. Yes. Is this going to be the week? No, it's not. not. I told you I'm retired. You're not going to? No, I'm retired and that's it. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm a country singer now. You're a country singer. Yeah. T-Mac was a battle rapper, so he told us. Never, I was. I was we, one of the best. We never got him to to get it done on the air here. Bro down. Right. Yeah. And then suddenly he retires, and now he's a country music. T-Mac Twitty. T-Mac Twitty. Yeah. Two-legged horse. It's yeah. my new hit single. But you know, my two-legged <laughs> horse. Yeah. But that's not important. What is important is we've got two guests in the studio. Yeah. And we're super excited about this because we've talked about it a lot. When people ask us, where in our local area here mm-hmm. in Kansas City, where do I go to train? And yeah, even said, in the Midwest, not even just a Kansas City. It's a, yeah. you know, well, hey, St. man. St. Louis, that area. Yeah, with, with but still, the, it's like a, where do you train? Well, yeah, you don't. You know, yeah. You're, you're going kinda, to Denver or you're going to St. Louis yeah, exactly, area. You know? So, so we, now, Kansas mm-hmm. City's getting, because we talked about this, there's so much history in Kansas City wrestling. Oh, yeah. It was kind of embarrassing that there wasn't somewhere mm-hmm. to go. Well, we have two gentlemen who've solved that that issue. Derek McQuinn and Trevor Murdoch. Gentlemen, how are you? We're a big ball of joy. Sharing <laughs> one mic. Right. We feel extremely awkward this day. I like it. I like the <laughs> like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. yeah. But we're good. We're good. Yeah. Here, let me try that. That might work better. Probably a little louder now. Yeah, now you're better. All right. So let's get right into it. So obviously we were just talking about how, you know, there was a need for a pro wrestling training center and now you guys are providing that, but how did that become in reality? Well, it, it came down to seeing the fact that there was nothing around in the area right. and when, and there are a few other places in the area, but they're, they're not really teaching the guys properly. Yeah, we've heard some controversy on, on mm-hmm. the other. We're not trying to yeah. vary. Anything yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And neither are we. Sorry, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, we've heard good things from some people and bad things from others, so we just right. haven't haven't messed with them. But yep. and, and Derek and I both have wrestled all up and through this area, especially yeah. up and through the Midwest. And it was just kind of a no-brainer, to be honest with you. Kansas City's a hotbed for wrestling, Metro Pro Wrestling. I was their first champion at one time. Nice, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Um, and with... With Derek and I's both experience on the wrestling end of it and his experience on the, the training, the fitness end of it, it just seems like a win-win for everybody. Yeah. No, I'm super excited to to hear about it. Yeah. So how did the, like, you guys sitting around, was this something you batted around for a while or was it just uh, yeah, drinking I'm, one night and you say, you know what? Tell the truth. Well, you know what? And, and I mean, and I'm from this area. I'm from Kansas City. Sure, and, yeah. And you got the Royals shirt with, on right yeah. now, yeah. And when I started training at Harley's, you know, I was commuting to Eldon. That's when he was in Eldon, right. Missouri. You know, still a two-hour drive. is a little drive. And, um, again, like you guys stated earlier, there's nothing around here. You yeah. know, had there been a facility here in Kansas City when I, you know, was training, more than likely it would have been, been all over. I mean, yeah. of course. You know, I was eight years old, seven years old, saw my first match, Municipal Auditorium, fell in love with wrestling. And, and that's the thing. You guys mentioned it earlier is Kansas City was kind of the mecca oh, yeah. of mm-hmm. professional wrestling was in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And it's nowhere to be found here. So um, back in, in 2009, I actually retired from the business. I, I suffered a shoulder injury, and mm. I was actually on a seven-year hiatus. Ooh. And last January, uh, we had put on a charity show for uh, uh, Bo Macon here in, in Kansas City. And I had uh, worked against Trevor in, in that match. Okay. And um, 
kind of got the juices flowing a little bit. Yeah, I'm yeah, a little older yeah. now, but, yeah, you know, well, so yeah. so last year, I mean, it was just – so, you know, I started working the circuits again, and, and gotcha. um, we'd actually I, – I had actually saw uh, the news – the news, uh, I think it was Fox 4 News or somebody did okay. a, a uh, little they, special on the, right. the the Raytown company mm-hmm. that's here. Mm-hmm. And after seeing about 30 seconds of that, I called Trevor and I said, man, we've got <laughs> to have a wrestling. So this has got to happen. City yeah. Because that, that's that's the shits. And I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. No, like, yeah, yeah. So you're free to say it. And I said, it's, it's just been long enough, you know. Kansas City is non-existent with the exception of Chris and Metro Pro. Of course, yeah. they run a They run a, a, a great um, – show and we're going to be partnering with them and uh that's awesome yeah, yeah. that's so, super so cool. we're, gonna, we're gonna have a great business uh relationship with chris and metro pro and and hopefully we can kind of turn that around to kansas city and bring back you know at least some of the glory days of what it used to be here in kansas right. city i think it really needs it so so you both trained with harley race right is that, yeah. is that right. what i heard of? yeah was this same time or did you guys meet there or how did how did it break this down for us yeah uh me and another gentleman matt murphy were the first two students of harley's camp oh, okay i got you and by the time Derek had come in i was helped training guys and uh working with other Ooh, young so you guys. worked them over pretty good didn't you? well yeah, yeah. you know yeah. well no it was it was an, an honor to wrestle for harley well, of course and, and yeah. train under him and we wanted guys that that lived up to that same reputation and, and that standard. It's screening, essentially. you got to find out who's worthy of right. you know, well, There's right. a lot of people that sit at home that watch what, what we do on TV and go, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And I have, and I, that's a dream. I'm, I'm down for that. Until they realize what you actually have to do yeah. to right. even get to the ring, let alone to be, to be great in it and, and excel in the ring. Yeah. Right. Um, so you want to... You, you do want to put the guys through a tryout and, and see what kind of heart they have because, number one, you don't want to steal somebody's money. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, number two, you, you want this guy to come in and, and show that he's got heart. He may not be able to complete the exercises or do the bumps, but he's willing to get back up. And you can work with a guy like that, especially when he gets to a point he's in a match going 20 minutes. And he's got another ten minutes to go. Yeah, keep and, getting up. And there's five thousand people out here that's paid yeah. a ticket to watch. He's got to get back up. Right. He's got to say, "Okay, I hurt. I'm sucking wind. I'm about to puke, but I got to keep moving." And to find that trait, and guys, you've got to you've got to put them through a test. Right. So, for someone who is aspiring to be a pro wrestler, what how how big are your classes? Like, what does that look like? Is it just me with you guys or is it a group of 10 to 15 what does that look like yeah we're, we're gonna cap it at 10 so mm. what what we'll do is we'll run we'll run certain sessions throughout the year gotcha. and, and this is going to be basically for new you know beginners okay. who've never done it right so it'll be like a beginner school we're also going to have a program for guys that have been in the business um you know guys like myself last year when i started working again obviously there's no rings in kansas city so you can work out all you want you can't get that in ring cardio gotcha. conditioning what they say so you know all year last year i was showing up to the shows and you know mm-hmm. i was blown up in about 30 seconds right. and you know but so so guys like myself or you know there's going to be a ring here for those guys that can come in and and guys like you know the metro pro guys or, or guys up in iowa if they want mm. you know if they want to come in and just kind of master their craft though they're gonna have a place to go now so we're, we're gonna be kind of all over the board with what we're gonna offer and but you're also going to be working in the ring with me as well right. too. that right. that's the big thing there's 
there's a lot of great schools out there, and we're not taking away from any of those guys. You've got mm-hmm. Eugene up in South Dakota, I believe. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, is it the Dudleys in Orlando. You've right. got uh, Booker T's Reality Wrestling. He's down in Houston. Huge, yeah, mm-hmm. in Houston. Yeah. Uh, the one thing you got to think about, though, are those guys. Are you actually getting into the ring with those guys? Right. I'm not saying that they have. They don't have great trainers. And I'm oh, not of course, saying, yeah, yeah. Not saying anything against those guys. But you're going to actually be getting in the ring with me, working with me night in, night out, not just working with my trainer that I think is a great wrestler right. and is following my, my, my curriculum of training. Right. Guys. And we'll be making an appearance when he's home one day during the week. Of course, you know, right. Because those guys are on the road. No, but you do. Yeah, but you do offer a unique experience, like you said, having been there in that spot that they're trying to get to, to you know what I mean, to give them those tips. Well, and that's the, the thing that – that sparked this this school this mm-hmm. facility was the fact that when i when i was coming up in the business i wanted to learn from a guy who's been there who mm-hmm. has the right. connections to at least make a phone call and say hello and let me mark out on the phone harley yeah. <laughs> yeah. would yeah. do that all the time we nice. would be talking about somebody and be like okay let me see my book yeah. and then he'd open it up and he'd call somebody and be like dusty are you there? Yeah, and, just, and we're all on the speakerphone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. And I'm not saying that's going to happen in our facility. Of course. But you, you certainly, if you want to get somewhere, you need to follow somebody who's been there that can at least tell you what it's like to be an employee of that company mm-hmm. and to be in that locker room for more than one or two days. Well, because they especially have a unique way they do business compared oh, to the majority of the rest of the industry. So right. that's well, helpful also, yeah. Not to mention, those guys are wrestling five days a week. When we mm. see them on Monday, it's their Friday. It's their last day of the week. They've mm. already wrestled four live events. Right. A lot of guys don't understand. That's what If they're wanting to aspire to get to that business, that's the kind of lifestyle and that's the kind of daily routine you're going to have. You need to learn from somebody who's been there that can at least get you prepared, not only mentally, but physically as right. well, too. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, not... It, it, Basically, opportunity, and not just WWE. No, of um, course, you know, Japan yeah. Is off, obviously, oh, there's yeah. a lot of work out there right a now. A huge yeah. deal, yeah. you know, and and you know, most people that get in the wrestling business, uh, you know, Japan is it's definitely one of the goals. And mm-hmm. and again, not to put this guy over too much because we well, don't sure. want to get a big head, but you know, <laughs> right. he, he did spend six months over in Japan in the in the Noah Dojo, yep. which at that point was the the biggest. Well, that's a big Japanese yeah country. So, uh, um, company. So. You know, between between you know Japan, TNA, the independent circuit, you yeah. know, working for nothing and driving nine hours at night to WWE. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you know, with him being the trainer and and um, being there every single night, it's that's what's going to kind of set us apart from some of these other schools that you're going to see, you know, yeah. especially the big name guys. Right, I like that. Talk to us a little bit. You guys are talking about the strength and conditioning and kind of how you said, like, you know, you're in a 20-minute match. You're blown up. You still have 10 minutes to go. Describe what is that like, The the, the not necessarily the feeling of being blown up, but the conditioning apart from a CrossFit or, you know what I mean? Like, right. what's what's different as far as pro wrestling conditioning in regards to, you know, going to 24-hour fitness and lifting some Right, nights? and that's the thing is, is, you know, I grew up, you know, amateur wrestling and football, played mm-hmm. football my whole life, college football, and then – after college, I went down and tried out, and I thought I was in good shape. Right. right. But you can go run on a treadmill all you want, lift as many <laughs> weights as you want. Right. And, you know, the first time you get in that ring, it's a complete different world, a complete different conditioning. And, and I mean, these guys yeah. kicked my ass. You mm-hmm. know, I thought I was in good shape. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I, I mean, there, I mean, that's basically it. There's a, there's a ring conditioning, and then, you know, there's a, a lifting and, mm-hmm. and get kind of ready conditioning. Because right. When you're, when you're bumping and, and hitting the mat, getting up, you know, you're 
that takes its toll on your body right. and you keep your wind you know when mm-hmm. you're taking a suplex off the top rope and you know it knocks the wind out of you yeah. i mean it, there, there's just so many dynamics it's, to it it's Figuring out a way to keep working out while in such horrendous pain, I think, is probably the difference, it sounds like. Right. Sorry, I keep touching the mic. But hopefully by then they've already been in the ring and had matches longer than that. Right. And been prepared for that. Yeah, you're not throwing your first week student out to a 30-minute match. I mean, of course. It was a regular thing for Derek and I when we were training to go out there and run 35, 45-minute matches just to test our own selves to see how much we could do. Yeah. And and hopefully by then they're they're more prepared to to be in that situation. So what are you gonna? So you both have trained under Harley Race. Obviously, you're going to use that influence there. What do you say is maybe uh, something particular that you're going to stick with? That's maybe like a Harley thing that you think is going to really drive it home to these guys. That might be putting you on the spot. That's kind of <laughs> that that's kind of deep. That's kind of deep. I thought deep there. Thought, <laughs> SNL deep thought stuff there. I mean, and it can be broad. It can be you know what I mean, like his. You know, if you know, like, you hey, know, he did a... I mean, for me personally, and, and being, you know, when I when I was out from 09 to, to just last right. year, to, you know, the wrestling world has evolved so much. Yeah. I mean, I was born, you know, in the late 70s, but growing up in the 80s, you know, it was so old school. It was a Harley race and, mm-hmm. the, you know, Ric Flair, all the, all the old school. And that's when I was trained by these guys right. and Harley. I mean, that's kind of what it was. Right. Nowadays, you know... It's a little it's, bit different, it's, yeah. you know, with the Ring of Honors and all the, you know, the the... The, the, I, don't, I don't want to, you know, disrespect. The smaller guys, sure. of course. you know, all the spots they're running and, yep. and flips and this and that, you know, I'm not used to that at all. So when I came back into the independent circuit last year and going through, it, it was kind of a complete different world for me. Gotcha. So for as far as the old school, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'd like to bring, I would like to bring some of that aspect back, you know. I think there's a call for that even in the industry. It's people want to see a little more, I, hey, let's slow it down and, and get some storytelling. That's a, that's yeah. right. You hit it right there is, is storytelling. Yeah. Guys being able to tell different stories in the ring. Mm-hmm. And, and toughness. I think toughness is another one that you yeah. know, has kind of lacked a little bit. As, yeah. As, yeah. You know. Yeah, we've heard that too from well, you know from others. Yeah. You're, when you're taking guys and you're trying to produce them into cookie cutters and they haven't gone through the proper channel, you know, you got guys like Triple H running the show. He had to work for every single thing he had. Don't yeah. get me wrong, he's married to Steph and you can throw that but, whole Right, yeah, sure, but <laughs> but up to that point, that guy had to hit independence, had to yep. work his butt off to be on TV to get over. Yeah. And a lot of those guys don't have to do that anymore. They're handed a, a finished TV product yeah. and said, go out there and get over. Yeah. They've made it so easy. In a top notch facility. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's no hardship there to right. us. I'm not saying that they don't have any personal oh, hardship. Of course. Right. Yeah. But we, when we were training, it was seven days a week. Harley yeah. cut it down to three because he had a couple guys whining and crying and pulled their <laughs> pussy cards. Right. <laughs> and, and BJ, Harley's wife is like, we can't lose money. You know? right. <laughs> and, all of us guys that have been working out seven days a week when we didn't have shows were like a bunch of cons. Uh, right. <laughs> you know? right. But that's, if you look at those, we did too. And, and at, that, at, at, that, at that time too, when I started training, when these guys yeah. were the trainers, that's when WLW, Harley's company, mm-hmm. and NOAA, the Japanese company, kind of combined and started their their partnership and okay, that's when yeah. all these guys start going to japan and the dojo and and i, I mean i'll be honest they don't fuck around in japan yeah like, oh, they yeah. kick your ass right, so, when, yeah. so when i started training these guys were coming back and kicking your yeah, ass right. just extra ready to be like, I mean, so, I mean, if, if you wanted to be in this yeah. business i mean that that was the perfect i mean they definitely weeded out the guys that you know and i 
this fucker's put me in the hospital a couple times. And I mean, <laughs> it wasn't intentional. It, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. I mean, right. yeah, no, no, but, but I mean, the training, and, and it's not like, you know, he just kicked It wasn't because he drank whatever. the last beer. But, no, I, but I mean, it, no. but I mean, you know, it was just, it was just you know, yeah, it, of course. it's just one of those things that, that when you that's, Japan, how they, that's how they train. Five, you're talking 500 squats a day, 300 oh. push ups a day. You're talking 100, 150 bumps a day. Mm-hmm. That doesn't include the, the four or five, 30, 45 minute match. Right, that you didn't. Oh. Uh, three minute neck bridges. I mean, and this is all warm up. This doesn't include going to actually work out with oh. these guys. Right. And I'm I'm not saying we're going to include that. Of course. I mean, yeah. I'm sure and we're not going to inflict pain and put people right. in the hospital, but right. I'm, I'm the, just saying the, there's the a certain story toughness. We're paying yeah. right now. Yeah. Except yeah. you, you know. Who no, I'm just I'm just saying there's a certain <laughs> toughness from when I started training to now that I've I've well, just myself well, seen the difference. And that may go back to kind of what I was asking because anytime anybody ever mentions toughness in pro wrestling, I think it's Harley Race. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's definitely a unique thing you're going to bring. Sure. Well, and we had to represent that every time we went out there. I mean, of course. We had Harley's stamp on our back. And, you know, when they asked, who did you get trained by? Well, we were trained by Harley Race. And that's what we're also, you know, we're yeah. to push it back towards the school. Uh-huh. You have to prove yourself. Uh, well, you, you want to be able to have, when you go talk to a promoter, you want to say, well, who was I trained by? Well, you can say, well, I was trained by Jimmy John in, in the garage, mm-hmm. or I was trained by Trevor Murdoch with a full, you know, world-class facility. Yeah. With a, a world, you know, a certified personal trainer that worked with me. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like apples this. and oranges almost. You know well, yeah. Right. So, what does is there like a graduate program with this school, or are you kind of you know always with your guys's camp? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you get like a graduate? Like, I'm a graduate now of Trevor Murdoch's. I can go, or can I just come back in and you know keep working? Like, what's that look like? Well, we'll we'll also have a program for guys like we'll revert back to with experience that can come in. One of the biggest complaints that I hear from guys that are out on the independent scene right now is I have nowhere to train. I have I don't have mm-hmm. a ring to get into. Right. And if there is a ring, it's you got to wait till the weather's good because it's most likely outside. Outside. Mm-hmm. Or you've got to make sure that there's no heat between the, the guy that's loaning you the garage to get in, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've all yeah. heard the scenarios. Well, now you can pay a monthly fee just like going to any gym. Nice. And the fact is you're already probably paying a gym membership, so yeah. why not add a little bit more to it? You get a gym with our facility. Right. Now you've got a ring to come in and train open to close if you want to. You pay a monthly membership mm-hmm. and you can get in the ring and train. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's, to me. Well, and that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's the great part about it. It's because we've heard with other people, like, when they had their start, they became a graduate of whatever school it was, and then it was like, okay, bye. You know yeah, what I mean? And then, right. then kind of like what you said, and then they're on the independent circuit, and they're like, well, where can I go? There's nowhere for me to really hang out. And you know, We would like to. I mean, our plan is to try to we're, – we're no competition with anybody because we're not running shows. There should right. be no heat with any promotions mm-hmm. in the area. You're not you know, running shows. You're we're just not training. running shows. Right. Yeah. So we're, we're a place for, for promotions to come pick talent mm-hmm. and to grab talent out of. And what we're hoping is eventually these guys, when they come out of school, they can say, all right, well, we, we can go down here and you can have a match with such and such. I can get you booked. You may not get paid, mm-hmm. but I can get, I can you, get you in the ring with this I can guy. possibly right. get you a first match. There's no guarantees in this business, and we're not going to sit here and blow smoke up somebody's you know hind end and right. say, oh, this is what we're guaranteeing that you're going to be able to do. There's nothing guaranteed in this business. What I will guarantee you is that you'll have the, the physical abilities to step into the ring and have a good, solid match with anybody, and you'll also have the fitness knowledge to go out there and keep yourself healthy in the ring and af- or in the match, before the match and after the match. Yeah. And so as I understand this right, you have your background now is, is also you have a background in physical training now. Yeah. yeah. So, so after I hurt my shoulder, um, 
decided, you know, that was my second shoulder surgery. I've had 11. Oh, so, I, I, you know, but at, the, at that point in time, I was... Why so um, few? I I recently <laughs> married. I just had a, a, a kid. And so, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I was kind of at that crossroads. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was 30 at the time. And uh-huh. so I just decided, you know, my, my daughter was one. And, and so I decided, you know, get it something just stable. Time to get up. And yeah. And, and, and yeah. And so I, I kind of, I've been I, there. Yeah. I kind of fell into the, the fitness world and, and started a career, opened up a couple of facilities down at the lake and, and, um, really just started studying and, and I got in a coaching program with a guy by the name of Todd Durkin out in San Diego. He trains Drew Brees, Darren Sproles. Wow. So he's like one of the top facilities in the country. Um, so he's been coaching me for seven, eight years now. Nice. Um, or I've been in a mastermind program mm-hmm. throughout the United States and I've, I've just really concentrated on, on, you know, training, keeping people healthy. Um, worked with a couple of professional athletes myself. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I mean, I was kind of an old school lifter, you know, I, I went to North over here across and it was, you know, bench press as much as you can, squat as much as you can, mm-hmm. deadlift, and it doesn't matter what your form is, just get that number. Just and, push it, and, right. and, and honestly, probably why I have, I've had two shoulder surgeries, Could be. low back pain is because I didn't know how to lift. It right. was just, you know, and even up in college, when I went to college, it was still Olympic lifting, lift as much as you can, form wasn't really taught. But when I rehabbed my shoulder the second time, I really understood how to take care of my body, how to properly warm up before you lift, how to how to take care of your body after you lift, et cetera, et cetera. So that's where I, you know, kind of talked to Trevor and came in. There's not, and, and really in the wrestling world, there's not really, I mean, they want you to look good. Mm-hmm. Of course. You know, you got to be big, got to look good. But still to this day, guys just don't know. I mean, they think they got to go in and bench 500 pounds, yep. squat 600 pounds, and look. But they don't know how to take care of their shoulders, their knees. You can their shorten back. your career that way. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I figured, you know, with his resume in the wrestling world, what I can teach in the fitness world, I'm kind of hoping we can create something new and just create longevity for right. wrestlers now. You mm-hmm. know, show them how to take care of their body. You know, while getting you know their body killed on a night, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the well, rain, yeah, you have to counteract it with it. So yeah. you like know, that. that, that's kind of where I'm kind of coming in in this whole deal, and and uh, you know, so I think it'll be really good. So, is there a general, let's say, theme to your training? Like, do you think, you know, rough idea? Hey, for a month we're going to work on just getting these guys in some kind of cardiovascular shape, and then we'll move on to this. Do you already, or you take it class by class, or do you? Well, there's a. I mean, you can't train every single guy the same way. Of course, there's right? No, there's no possible. I learned that a long time ago when I was working for guys, working with guys for Harley. Right. Um, but there is a main curriculum that we're gonna follow that these guys need to try to keep up with. And by the time we, we by the time we get into week three, we're gonna know exactly where these guys are gonna be going. Who by needs then. a little more? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when when you're going through training, you can't focus completely on cardio. One of the things that um, Derek and I both disagree with when we were training was we would get blowed out with cardio for the first hour. I'm mm-hmm. talking, we'd walk in, noodle arm, noodle legs, and then have to go into the ring and work for another hour in training on actual wrestling where yeah. you're needing to be at your peak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that's where a lot of injuries occur. And, and when I said the hospital, you know, I, I just remember one particular time, you know, and the guy that was running the cardio was a – was an old school amateur wrestler that former you know, military. He, guy. Uh, he, he could smoke and drink a beer and, and run 
Yeah, five, five minute mile. No, yeah. yeah. no, boys, yeah. we're not and joking. Literally, yeah. would do that. He would yeah. smoke and a cigarette doing push-ups while we're all <laughs> right. right. And he, he's about four yeah. foot three, which yeah. didn't right. help yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of had a little 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 man uh-huh. syndrome. So he would like to blow everybody up. But and that's what I you know I told Trevor is is man you know well you can't support you can't have good form if you're weak and or, or not focus right. and, and I, focus, I mean that's yeah. the thing is when you're trying to learn technically how to do something I think mm. that's where I got hurt was you know when you're when you're hitting the the ring and hitting the ropes I mean you you've got to yeah. be focused you got to be technically sound and if your ass is dragging and you're done you're you're gonna get hurt mm-hmm. and a lot of times. That's what would happen. So what do you think, cardio after or, or work it in between? And well, there's a or? certain amount of, in the, you know, you'll mix in. Of course. But, but your, your, your hardcore stuff, what you're going to do is towards the end of the workout when guys are, you know, when you need mm-hmm. them to give everything they've right. got. Now it's right. Now run it out. That's going to be the end right. when they can't get hurt. Right. right. Yeah, absolutely. Unless they just fall forward. Sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. There's gonna, and that's the thing. There's <laughs> yeah. going to be those guys. When I was training, I puked every single day for the first oh. three months. It was kind of a joke harley would pop and laugh right. <laughs> look at Jeff, right. again. but it was if i if i wanted to if i wanted to be the best i had to keep going in there and pushing and mm-hmm. pushing myself right. because obviously this guy knows what he's doing and he's he knows that uh he believes in me yeah and that's what we want to you know we actually believe in these people when well, he hadn't killed anybody yet <laughs> well at least, that, in, at least at least in the training there's stories so with the school what is the schedule is it open seven days a week have you or have you guys figured that out yet i mean have you guys got to that point tentatively what we have right now is we're going to be open five days a week monday through friday okay. uh we're, we're going to try to maybe every other month as of right now to get a special guest trainer to come in on the weekends that's awesome um and do a seminar and so t-mac <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and of course we'll be open then right uh, but training itself with with new students will be monday through wednesday okay with a, with a possibility of thursday in, involved in there depending on scheduling gotcha um we had a a set schedule if you didn't make it to that schedule i mean there's you have to make a decision in your life what you want to do mm-hmm. um of course and you have to work around that mm-hmm. yeah it's not that we want to be rude to anybody or not want to work with anybody but if you want something bad enough you'll do what you need to do to, to make that schedule right of course yeah there's always that saying that if it's important to you you'll find the time to do it you right. know so definitely right uh one last thing before i want to get into our uh, cinco preguntas but mm-hmm. you, you guys were talking about the the metro pro what's that relationship like i mean is there anything you guys set in stone known or? chris goff for right. a while yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah yes um well what our hopes are is to eventually be a place for chris to come and pick up new talent and 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 guys that are training from the ground up have yeah. a place to go to possibly work. Right, get a good um, working and, relationship. And when I, I use that word, possibly, we're not right. Of course, of course. Not, you know, there's some guys out there that still want to do this, and we're going to be upfront and honest with them. And we all know that they can't do this and may not go any farther than where they're at. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not willing, or no, neither is Derek, is to be to take these people's money without being honest with them. Right. There are a lot of people out there that are saying, I can do this for you and I can do that and take you places when they know dang good and well that you're not physically able to. Right. Um, and I'm not trying to be mean or rude to anybody, but this just isn't for everybody. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, and we're going to be open and honest and upfront with these people. If they still want to continue and still go through it, there's sometimes you just. Yeah, you some know, people are going to do it what, no matter what. Well, yeah, the only way like, I was They successful. like to prove people wrong, yeah. so right. I'm all for that too. Well, hey, Daniel so. Bryan just yeah. ceremoniously. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, if yeah. I would have taken no for an answer, I wouldn't have gotten where I've, right. I've mm-hmm. been. 
uh, I certainly don't look like the cookie-cutter wrestler that WWE had, and I was able to make it and become a world champion on top of that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that that's our folk. We don't want to take advantage of anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. We want to have a good, solid school with a good reputation. I w- to be honest with you guys, where else are you going to go with my reputation on the wrestling end of it and then have the fitness background? Of course. There? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost it's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. All right, so here's what – this is a fun part we like to do with every guest that we have. We have a set of five questions that are the same so we can hear – the varied responses, they're fairly easy to pick up. You'll get it. But we like to have a little bit of flavor. We couldn't just call it five questions. We're the Spanish announce table, so we call this. Cinco preguntas. Do you want to tell them about the first time I heard that? You guys, uh, you speak Spanish? No. Good. No. Neither do we. Neither do we. Yeah, no. Uh, so because we don't speak Spanish, I said, how do you say five questions in Spanish? So I figured out. I get this all set up. I play it for him, and he says, who the hell is that? I was like, who's that girl? Who I is was like, that? Yeah, yeah, you know? I was like, come on, because I'm a single yeah, guy. You know, right. let me know, you know? He's like, who works? I'm like, who is that? And I'm like, that is Google Translate when you play it. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, she so is she's hot. Exactly. Right. Right. Trevor, I'm glad you agree, yeah. yeah go so the you can get any Google <laughs> number. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, just ask her what her number is. Yeah. So this first question is fairly easy, and we can ask, uh, you know, you guys can answer separately, and oftentimes we get multiple answers, but who would you say is your favorite wrestler of all time? Again, it doesn't have to be one singular wrestler. You can it's name so couple. hard to nail one now with the super long history of professional wrestling, but... I was always a Barry Windham guy. Ooh, yeah. I don't think uh, we've gotten a Windham. That's the first one. Yeah. I mean, uh, tall country boy, but the guy go out there and work with anybody. Right. Yeah. Um, and, I remember the Widowmaker. Well, the, well yeah. The, yeah, the glove and everything. Yeah. I mean, he was he was the man's man. Uh, you actually True. believed what he was doing in the ring, and you, you got behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish he would have been able to do more and mm-hmm. got the belt when he was supposed to if you – you hear he, he was should have been NWA world champion oh long long yeah. time gotcha yeah uh, he he's one of those guys kind of like a, a, another guy that I think of uh, like Scott Hall to where you work with them or you know a guys could work with them that are bigger than him and he could look like the smaller guy and bump around and go crazy or if he works with a smaller guy he can work the big man style and it's seamless like it doesn't right. it, it looks mm-hmm. the same both ways yeah he was he was awesome right. Yeah. Did you have one as well? I, I was, uh, yeah, man. I was a Von Erichs. I, I liked Kerry okay. Von Erich back in the in the eighties. Uh, probably, probably Macho Man, and yeah. uh, and Kurt Angle. I was a I was Kurt an Angler, amateur yeah. wrestler, and, and uh, so kind of transitioned from mm-hmm. the Macho Man days to Kurt Angle. So right. those, those are probably my top two. But Macho Man's probably I like that the all time. All right, so yeah, I don't think we've heard a lot of these. Macho Man, I think, is the only one. Yeah, Macho Man, we've heard, but yeah, the Wyndham and Angle. Yeah, as far as yeah, being the top. All right, so uh, now this, since you guys have also been in the ring, you can name your personal favorite as well. But your favorite match of all time, so either one you've been in, or you know, obviously one you've watched, or maybe both. Man, favorite match. See, there's a lot of them. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah, we rarely like, get a single answer yeah. to a lot for, of these For me, I, I know this top of my head. Uh, it was in Blue Springs, Missouri, uh, the Road Warriors. I got oh. to work against the Road Warriors. Wow. You got to work against yeah, the Road Warriors? That is insane. And, and what, what made it really special was, for me, I mean, you know, you know, one of the last, you know, Hawk passed three months after that, mm-hmm. after oh. that match. But, um, you know, it was a, a show for Ted DiBiase at a church. Um, I got to work. Him in a singles that night as well. Nice. Um, 
What year was that? That was 2002. Where was I? I live in Blue Springs. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> Were you in Atlanta? Soccer, church, right? soccer complex. Oh, no, it was no, uh, soccer oh, city. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports yeah. city. Yeah, sports yeah, city. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We had about 2,500 people there. But I was still green. I, I was yeah. six months in. So being being so green and so new and being able to wear – I mean, they were they – were, Obviously, everybody's heroes. Of course, growing up, but yeah. yeah, actually getting in the ring with those guys. I, oh I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't top that. Did I mean, he? Uh, did he give you a? Uh, <laughs> did he give you one of those? <laughs> I, I think we did get some. You of got those. some I, of that. I yeah. think so. But yeah. but I I was I was fortunate enough to take take the uh, the doomsday the the finisher oh, and, and got pinned. So it, that's it was, gotta be super. Wow, cool. you I got mean, to I, take the finisher I got too. To take it that and awesome. uh, yeah. So that that was probably the the. The the best. I mean, so you, you, the... you can't top that. Even even the first yeah. time I was on WWE TV, mm-hmm. um, it's still you. It's hard to top. How big was the Road Warrior pop then? Because you hear about this oh, every shit. time they talk about oh, it. Did it just <laughs> blow them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, was kind of, <laughs> I was in the ring. Yeah. You know, trying you know, crapping my pants right. and yeah. like like. Not you know trying just not to want to just run up and yeah. you know hug well, him or do something. And you know, I think but. you just know that everybody in that building wants to see you get your ass kicked. Right. That, oh, yeah, man. absolutely. Yeah. But but seeing those guys on TV, you know, with the shoulder, but actually seeing them come into the room, oh knowing God. they're going to kick your ass, right. yeah. and they're in the big shoulder pads. Spy. It, it's well, they just had a, the lights and everything too. Oh, like they that. they did the it up in Sports smoke. City. They did. Oh, they, did mean, it, they did. They did it awesome. Wasn't it was super cool. It was a very surreal now. moment. But I sure. I could have probably been done after that. And right, and, and then no right. Just know, been like I'm cool right here. Right, right. All right, Trevor. Um, mine's probably working with Flair. Oh. In a singles match, and oh, that guy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when you when you grow up around Harley, uh, the, his biggest rival was mm, Flair. Yeah. I mean, we've watched match upon match and heard stories upon stories. So just to be in the same locker w- room with him, you just sure. okay, all right. Well, we, we call it good today. I'll be all right. You're right, yeah. You, you just know. know, like you felt like I've made it. But I'm to here. get yeah. a small program with him to, and to have a singles match with him, and then to be able to come home and call Harley and be like, there's, there's. There's two gays in this school that's worked Flair now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, what was that like so to work with Flair? I mean, well, it, it was. You know, it's funny. Um, we got to run some house shows with him, and uh, you know, Flair's he's he's a ring general. That's how he's come up in this business. So mm-hmm. it, obviously, with me, it's no different. Me being a young guy, I just listen. Um, I was one time working with him in a match, and I was working his leg. And I wasn't just staying on his leg. I was working other body parts, but I was going back to his leg. Well, apparently I was taking too long to go to to Flair's leg. And in the middle of the match, he completely breaks kayfabe, raises his leg up in the air straight up and starts pointing at it, (laughs) letting me know that I need to go back to the leg and continue working on it. And I go, don't worry, Rick, don't worry, I'll get there, buddy. I got you, yeah. But it's just, you know, there's no no shame in his game at all. It just, you know, there's probably 5,000 people in this arena and he just Mm. reaches out and goes, Leg, leg. leg. <laughs> what was the – we had Bobby Lashley on who said – Yeah, yeah, Bobby Lashley. We had him on, and he worked a uh, – It was like a Battle Royal or yeah, a Royal Rumble. I think it was a Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah. And he talked about working with Flair, and he was beating up on someone in the corner, and he just hears, body press, motherfucker, body press. <laughs> and he just turns around, and Flair's like walking towards him. He's like, okay, <laughs> that's what I do. You got it, yeah. yeah. Well, and those are the moments you live for. I mean, right. those are the times that, yeah. you know, if my career's over with, at least I got to do – 
some of the coolest shit in the world. It's when you're a grandpa, you get to say, come here, let me tell you about it. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and my kids, he barely knows who Ric Flair is. He's cool. the old guy that follows Charlotte. Just follow Charlotte around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. and, you know. Well, he'll know with the network, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. you know, and I tell him, but he's 10 years old. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, um, yeah, that doesn't register. Sure, and, yeah. and, and our kids will never know, in my opinion, the way wrestling used to be. Right. Of course, the, true. The yeah. story, the mm-hmm. true storytelling. Yeah, my son has no idea. Uh, yeah. And, you know, to go back to Kansas City Pro. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're trying to instill in these guys is the ability to go out there and tell multiple stories, to go out there and give people their money's worth. There's so many companies out there and so many workers out there that aren't giving the people their money's worth. They're trying to make a match and trying to impress themselves. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. We need guys to go go back out there and entertain the fans, the crowd, us. That's true. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So then in this third one, and we've, so we've talked a lot about Harley Race. So let's maybe say outside of Harley Race, who would you say is your biggest influence in the business? Ooh, biggest influence, man. Yeah. There's there's a lot of people. There's yeah. no well, well there's, sure, and, and, and you know, if a couple stick out, by all means. Well, I mean, if you if for me, you go different time periods in my career. Okay. You know, yeah. um, Harley obviously was the first, sure. but then I got to spend a huge amount of time in in Japan. And Kobashi was there a lot, oh, wow, and I yeah. got to sit there. I mean, I, I got to sit as a young boy at the ring, Kobashi and Takayama for the for the Noah for the GHC really? heavyweight mm-hmm. title match. Nice. Yeah, um, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. literally <laughs> right here. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Like oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Even though I know it's a work, I know the business. I'm instantly transformed into this little Mark kid, this little green yeah. old kid, going, mm. "This is the coolest shit this I've ever seen in my life." Mm. You know, and to listen to those guys and watch them how they do what they do, and still be able to jump, you know, get me jumping up and down. Of course, um, it's really cool. And then that. you slide into the TNA time where I got a chance to work with with Kurt Angle and yeah. Road Dog Jesse James, and then yeah, you it's slide the two in. solid guys there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And, and then you step into the WWE phase, and then I really. Uh, uh, I've attached myself to Arn Anderson a lot. Oh, wow, yeah. He knew my background. He knew my story. He knew what kind of wrestler I was. So if anybody understood me in that world of people that did not understand wrestling, mm-hmm. he understood me. I he mean, He's always one of my personal favorites, Arn Anderson. Well, Just like one of those where you're like, how is this guy not, you know, insane, a bigger focal point? Yeah. It's Arn Anderson. Well, and yeah. he's never needed that spotlight. He yeah. always knew how good he was. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and that's that says a lot for the man that he is personally. Right. You'd just rather work. Yeah. Yeah, it. yeah. He had the best match every time he stepped in the ring. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I guess for me, I obviously don't have the resume he's got, but you know, <laughs> yeah. no, Harley, Sorry. but w, WLW, you know, uh, sure. the, the guy that, that worked the most with me in the ring was Matt Murphy. Um, right. he, he graduated with Trevor. Yeah. Um, Trevor obviously did a lot of training with me and my current tag team partner, Superstar Steve. Um, those, those three guys probably had the biggest influence on me. Um, again, uh, Matt, you know, I commuted from Kansas City to Eldon and, and, you know, whether it be, you know, around my, my school schedule, work, whatever, um, he was in, in there with me during the day, at night, you know, made, accommodated my schedule. Nice. And, um, I, I mean, really, though, all, all three of those guys combined, um, you know, were were equally yeah, huge no, they, were, they were willing to put in time with you. Right. That's, that's good. Yeah. Well, you're, you're talking about a group of guys that went out there every night to try to have – I mean, we all tested each other, and Derek fit right into that. I mean, he was a yeah. guy that if you told him he couldn't do it, well, he did it anyway just to spite like you. That. <laughs> which, well, which, unit chemistry is a big – it can go a long way. Some, some right. positive yeah. competition. 
Yeah. Uh, which makes for a great show, which makes for a great show for the fans. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about four guys right there. There was that whole timeline. There was a guy named Wild Wade Chisholm, another guy named Bull Schmidt. Um, you guys that would step into the ring before we'd go in the locker room as you're going out, going, you know, beat this, you assholes. <laughs> right. And, and you're like, all right, motherfucker, you better do, you better do something. Yeah, right. You know, and you come back through the curtain and you're huffing and puffing and go, all right, boy, step up. And you'd go out and you'd watch your buddies go out there and kill it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you get hot. Yeah. But it was a professional jealousy. Of course. And by, you get, by the time you get to the main event, Harley would bring a name in or, or, or somebody another bring a name in, let's say a Butch Reed or a Luminous Warrior or something. Right. And that main couldn't compete with the first, right. the last three matches because right. you had guys going out there. Going, you know, top this, you asshole. Trying top to steal this. the show. I mean, Hell you gotta, yeah. 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 And that's what we want for other guys, too, is we want guys to say, hey, you know, I top that. People that, are here to see me. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Put on a show, not just put on some moves. Put on a show put that people show. can follow. Right. Because like that, that gets you to the main event. No one wants to see a main eventer that of doesn't course. tell a story. Yeah, right. Of yeah, of course. Yeah. So. Right. All right. So the fourth question, what is your favorite term in pro wrestling as far as like baby face, heel, things like that? What's your favorite term? Because it, it's a language in itself. Right. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole language and we've gotten some. We've gotten some crazy some ones. So feel free if you yeah, want to yeah. go crazy. I think I'm I, one, I don't... And, and I'm going to just, you know, throwing out names there on name uh-huh. proper here. Uh, mine's kayfabe. And yeah. I got a little bit of a story. with Yeah, go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I got a chance to ride with... Uh, Ray Mysterio, Arn Anderson, me and Lance, and Randy Orton in this van, wow. and we're in Mexico, Tijuana, Mexico, heading to this uh, this you know uh, establishment sure. to have an alcoholic beverage. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Heard of those? And, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. And, <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. and our driver is is um, Hispanic and does not. We don't. We can't speak to him except Ray. Right. And the guy's flying through the streets. And yes. if you've ever seen Arn. He's had neck surgery and his his hands are kind of crinkled up. Okay, his gotcha. forefingers. He's got like this weird knuckle, like, like they're all crunched up a little bit. Gotcha. So they just yeah, they're well, well. It's almost like a signature of his. Like when he would do the yeah, four, was, yeah. Yeah, the four wasn't all the way up. Right. It's like well, half the, four. The four's yeah. getting lower. Yeah, exactly. I just thought it was so yeah, relaxed. I thought it was, it yeah, so thought it was cool. Just, <laughs> it's getting to be four nubs, guys. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but this this cab driver's just flying through the lights, not even paying attention. And uh, there's there's another, we're going, we're about to get to this intersection, and there's another car coming. And out of nowhere, you hear Arn yelling, K-Fabe, K-Fabe! <laughs> and you see these nubs in the air pointing at this car. And we're all yeah. laughing at him, not not even putting over the fact we about died. Right, yeah, yeah. But Arn, K-Fabe, K-Fabe, K-Fabe! Right. Like this cab driver's going to be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, like he's going to know what's in. But K-Fabe, you know, K-Fabe. Yeah. So, so K-Fabe's uh, a pretty high word. Yeah, yeah. high word for me up there. That's yeah. a good one. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't have a better word. I'm going to have to agree with that because, right. I mean, you know, training, that, that was the one word that was instilled in your brain. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, is when you live in Eldon, Missouri, a town of 4,000 people, yeah. and all your buddies live two blocks away from you, and then when you run a show in Eldon at the community center, which is right next to the bar where everybody wants yeah. to go after the show, uh-huh. you know, it's like yeah. you know Harley. Harley used to always say that shit. If we if we were working together, and and then of course we're all gonna go to the bar after, course, and have a drink but, and relax. Yeah. And it's like Trevor and I walk in, and he's like, 
K-Fabe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. And we would both, uh, like, uh, just peel off. Right. Like, oh, okay. It's just like, yeah. Like, nobody ever it's seen us. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the one word. And then and then I think Hogan was the first one to write a book, and then it just kind of threw everything in this book. And I'm like, well, so much for that fucking right. word. So yep. much for <laughs> you know, yeah. you kind of broke that one. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Sorry. All right. So, this one is real fun. We like to – it's it's not really a question. It's for him. It, we, it's not really a question. It's we, it's a hypothetical experiment here, but it sounds better to say Cinco Preguntas <laughs> than right. Quattro and a whatever. We're going to pretend here we're all in a creative meeting, right? <laughs> we're booking you two for your next big run, your next big feud, and I'm talking you hey, to Hey, let's the top. switch it up. Let's switch it up. Uh, no, no. Okay. No, no. This is how it works. <laughs> you sit over there. Your next big feud – with T Mac, give me a storyline. You fucking kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the last. So, one. so let's. Say, I mean, I figure maybe it's probably going to involve the school, some yeah. way, somehow here. Well, well, no, no, that's no. Well, I mean, we can, but let's just. I guess we'll start it from this meeting here because we've got Ethan perfect. In, yeah, yeah. Because we think he's a shitty interviewer. He, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you he know, talked bad which about. Which is kind of factual. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah. Glad you guys are here. To- <laughs> yeah. And of course, as we get in our vehicle, he's like mooning us, going, You're gay. And oh, oh I can't yeah, say that. Exa- yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you suck, your mama, right. all that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Of course, naturally, we'd have to have a match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right where all wrestling goes. Yeah. To, that's why we're having a singles match. Of course. You got to get him in the ring and give him the what for. Yes. Yes. Um, well, then. Let's see. We'd have to put him over because I, I would probably step up since we do have a training facility with yes. a weight room. I would oh, probably a have to, you know, offer some sort of training. I like program. that. There's yeah. drama there For between me and Derek. Yeah. Oh, so now my, there's some drama between you two. What the hell, Derek? You son of a bitch. <laughs> and since I won my first heavyweight title by defeating this man, oh, I think I've help. got a little. Bit, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. I think we could probably. Awesome oh, emotional yeah, contact. The student. I like this. The trainer. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Teaching. Oh man, I'm emotionally ridden. So you're gonna have him like <laughs> rockied out, running steps. You're gonna have. You're gonna oh have yeah. Him, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, old school training. We're talking rock mountains. All right. We might even go to Russia for training. Kicking, you know, kicking right. wood blocks, you know <laughs> what I mean? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like this. Yeah. Well, well, everybody knows I'm not doing no Dolph Lundgren shit. Look at me. <laughs> I mean, unless you've got juice flowing through my veins, right? I'm, I'm, you don't know my character. I'm a fat redneck. Right, right, right. 12 right. ounce curls, bro. Right. <laughs> and being from Blue Springs, you said yep. Blue Springs. Okay, oh so we'd have gosh, to rent the Sports City yep. or whatever facilities uh, there. It's yep. got to be the hometown match. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make Nobody home. likes him. Don't worry. I'm about to puke, boys. This is, <laughs> this is fucking sick. So, so, all right. Yeah. So, I'm definitely the heel in this one. That's for right. sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, I guess we'll put him over because you got to have the hometown guy Ugh. over at the first match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to put the young guy yeah, over. Everybody thinks, yeah, look how easy it was for like, T-Mac. But, yeah. yeah, but then I have to blast him from behind. I'm, you or know, I could come in and blast him from behind. Give him the old Kansas City. Oh, oh there's, right, and there's the heat. And that's the, uh-huh. yeah. that's the yeah. connection yeah. back to the school. School, you man. could give him what we, we've been calling the old Kansas City cunt punt. Just, <laughs> yeah, we got to right. give him the old. Yeah. Right, right. That yeah. works for me. You're done. All you, right. You fucked, Fair man. enough. Yes. I just like that you gave me a little bit more time. We've had yeah. guys in the past that have just said I was a waiter and they just dragged me into the ring. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we gotta, storytellers. You got to build that up, man. Yeah. Exactly. You got to build that up. Yeah. And being the local. Right. Right. Exactly. We could days. we could definitely get everybody in the No background. We don't know who this fella is yet. As long as he winds up. On the losing end, it always makes. Sense. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I'm, his favorite part. I'm that's just, why he gets so excited when right. we can do these. Yeah, like right, I can do that. Right. 
Right. Oh, he's definitely putting the foot on the rope. She ain't going over clean. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I got integrity here. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. wrestling here. Yeah. Right. I love it. So let's get let's uh, plug it. Is there a social media presence already for this thing? Are you guys still getting that up, or what are we? Yeah, on Facebook, you can go to Kansas City Pro Wrestling Training okay. Center doc, or the Facebook page. Yeah, uh, we're on Twitter. Okay. Uh, KC Pro Wrestling Training Center. Uh, web, web page is uh, in the works right now. Okay. That'll be up. But February 28th, Sunday the 28th, we're having our first open tryout uh, for anybody and everybody, whether you're a current wrestler, a newbie, if you want to you know, come in and try out. Um, we're going to do that, and then we'll start our, our sessions in um, March. I like Boom. this. I, I like all it. of this. And we're also going to have a beginning session or for a session for beginners and a polishing course for guys with experience trying to get to that next level. Awesome. I like it. Perfect. Yep. All right. Well, then I guess we'll just let these guys get out of here. They spent a, spent a lot of time here schooling us on what it means to <laughs> to get guys in shape and get them moving on. So uh, thank you guys for coming in. It's hey. Trevor Murdoch, Derek McQuinn. Thank right? you for having McQuinn. us. We, yeah, so, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank no, you. not a problem. And we'll be back. We're going to answer some listener emails. Mm-hmm. That's after the break right here on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And Dutch police are training eagles to pluck rogue drones out of the sky. Nice. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com Are you depressed? Lonely? Feeling like the world is taking a greasy shit on your face? Well, you're right. Your life sucks. But I'm about to tell you how you can turn all of that around. You can instantly feel better about your life simply by reading Ugly As Hell, an autobiography by Lester Greystone. In Ugly As Hell, not only does Lester Greystone educate you on topics such as hyphenated names, house liquors, the end of the world, how to properly name a band, how chin remotes work, pre-destroyed pants, what it's like to be an actor, binge drinking, quitting your job, and single wide trailers. He also discusses intimate details about his life and childhood that will leave you with no possible way to ever feel bad about your life again. I mean, once you hear how Lester Greystone has lived, you'll feel like a member of the royal family by comparison. So go to Amazon.com and search for Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone and let Lester help you get out of the dumps so he can have more room in there for himself. That's Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone on Amazon.com. What up, Team Mac? Uh, go. Spit them raps. Go. Do it. Hit them. I'm retired. Oh, yeah. No. I'm retired. Come out of retirement. I'm retired. Yeah. No. Uh, what? No. Yes. No. You should totally do that. Yeah. It's past midnight. I'm tired. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it is past midnight. Well, we've had a long show, man. How'd you like the interview? I loved it. That's a great interview. Those guys are cool. Very awesome. I hope they have success in their chosen endeavor. Yeah? Let's get into the fucking emails, T-Mac. If you at home want to email the show and have us read your email, just fucking do it! Tableshow at gmail.com. It's also the same email account that you can donate to PayPal. A dollar! A dollar. Just give us a dollar. That's all we're saying. Tableshow at gmail.com. That's all we want. That's all we want. And we kick these off with Kata motherfucking... Clismic. <clears throat> now... Kata, occasionally, uh, I'll send him an email because I'll be printing out the emails or whatever, and I'll say, hey, buddy, haven't seen one from you, and totally no pressure, but 
he always kicks him off, so I want to give him the opportunity if something happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he shot this one in, right? A little, a little quick. A little bit of a quick email. But he says, Hey, yo. Let's do this. Cooking breakfast. Got the name Cataclysmic from the word Cataclysmic. It was a name I picked for my profile on PlayStation. Nothing more, nothing less. Sata? Out. You asked him. Yeah, yeah, I did. Some, yeah. There you go. Hey, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's a busy guy this week. We love Cata. He's a good guy. He's the best. We'll move on to Katie. The first. Lady. She says. Well. Here are my predictions for Fastlane this Sunday. Triple threat match with the winner facing Triple H for the WWE world title at WrestleMania 32. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose. I got Reigns for the win, of course. WWE Divas title match. Charlotte retains. Intercontinental title match. Owens retains to maybe go on to face AJ Styles and or Sami Zayn. Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch versus Tamina Snuka and Naomi. Sasha and Becky win and move on to Charlotte for a three-way at Mania. That's what I was thinking, maybe. Yeah. Two out of three falls for the U.S. title on the kickoff show. Kalisto. Mm-hmm. AJ to beat Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah, we didn't pick that. Edge and Chris. Oh. Oh, that wasn't on there on the WWE. Yeah, yeah. All right, pick it now. Uh, AJ. Yeah, AJ. Pinfall. Edge and Christian will interview WWE Tag Team Champions The New Day. Pure fun. Looks like a good card, right? Hopefully it's a good show. Talk to you guys next week. Oh, and who's winning that Vincent J. McMahon Award? My three guesses? <laughs> All right, let's do three guesses. Yeah. John Cena? No. The Undertaker? No. And Titus O'Neil? Okay, just kidding. But Lord knows that man deserves a break and come back to work. All right, three guesses. Anyways, my actual three choices would be. Oh, okay. Oh, my actual third third choice would be Daniel Bryan. But maybe that's too soon. What do you think? Later, Katie, the First Lady. Triple H, Vince McMahon, Daniel Bryan. My three choices? Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon. Yep. Triple H. Yep. Stephanie. Stephanie. I thought about Stephanie. What if it's Shane McMahon? Oh, that would be the greatest, wouldn't it? That would be the fucking, like, Shane McMahon. everything goes nuts. Yeah, it comes the money. Yeah, they're like, and the winner yep. <laughs> of the prestigious. Yeah, Here he needs to money. take one of these indie guys and have that indie guy be his guy. If he ever came back, like if he came back and brought in to the main roster, Young Bucks, the fuck out of here. <laughs> but if he brought up anybody, just Joe Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe, like fuck, that's a Push to the moon. All right. Katie. I like Katie. Yep. Ultimate one. What is up, Captain Awesome and Thomas the Buzzsaw McCullough? Wow, you used my full name there. It's your favorite home slice in the West. New uncle and your very best friend. The ultimate one here. Checking in for this week with some good old. Fund Fragen für alle meine podcast Freunde. For all of my podcast friends. One, what did you guys think of the Stone Cold interview with Big Show? Amazing. Haven't seen it. Two, what names do you guys think will show up for the Cruiserweight Invitational? Ooh. What names will yeah. show up to the Cruiserweight Invitational? Rey Mysterio. No. I mean, yeah, but no. Uh, oh, 
Does Kalisto lose the the no, U.S. title and no, gets cruiserweight no, no, no. title? Because that doesn't happen until July. This uh, doesn't happen until July. Uh, okay. So yeah, he's got plenty uh, of time. Kalisto. Kalisto. Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Is he cruiserweight? Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll say he is. Matt Hardy was a fucking cruiserweight. Um, stronger than death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hideo Tommy. Ah, uh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Um, Finn Balor. No, he's too big. Enzo. Enzo. Yeah. Dude, I'd love to see Enzo with a cruiserweight title. Right? Yeah, and he oh. can just, and then Big Cass can just be his muscle. Yeah. You know? All right, we'll move on. Three. Kevin Owens is the new IC champion, but who is his first opponent? And Dolph Ziggler. Who's after that? It's going to be Dean Ambrose. Mm. Four. Uh, what? Mm, no, no, because mm. he wasn't pinned. Mm. There's his beef. Mm. One, two, three. Four. How awesome is the Wyatt family right now? I'm kind of meh. I'm always patient on them yeah. now. I've been burned too much by their writing. Five. Will we ever see the four horsewomen, Becky, Bailey, Charlotte, and Sasha, on the main roster? Yeah, because they have a t-shirt already. Thanks, you guys, for all of this podcast gold. Ultimate. Out. NXT. P.S. Hold on. NXT. I still am answering a question, so don't go farther. Uh, the four horsewomen. Uh-huh. Uh, when Bailey was talking to Carmella, uh, Bailey was wearing like an anime right. of the four horsewomen. So they already have a t-shirt made. P.S. What? I would have sent a dollar. Yeah, man, send a damn dollar. But I got nephews to take care of. Nephews. You ain't a dad, like fucking. <laughs> send a dollar. Look, I'm a, I'm a. Well, just because your sister decided to have some sex doesn't yeah. mean that you can't send us a dollar. Yeah, I'm a four-time uncle, <laughs> two-time great uncle. Fuck them. And not even like great uncle because of like you know family. I just I'm great. Well, I am great. <laughs> I'm an uncle to that little shit, but these two guys, I'm a great uncle. Yeah. Let me let me tell. One, two, three. I'm a two-time uncle. Four. Well. Five. No. I am a three-time legit bloodline uncle, three-time married into the family uncle, Mm -hmm. six-time, 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 great uncle. (laughs) I'm I'm a six-time uncle, and then my oldest nephew has a child. I have a so you're a great, great uncle. uncle. And then my oldest niece will be having a child. Gross. So I'll be it two times over. But guess what? None of them get a fucking dollar from they ain't me. Ain't getting no fucking dollar. Send us a dollar. Dollar, 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 bitch. Ultimate one. I feel like we haven't heard from him in a while, huh? From from the emails at least? Not from the emails, but we see him on Facebook and all the Twitter stuff. Yeah, I see him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good, dude. Final one. What is up, Cappy and T Mackie? One of the many faces of Jeeps here. Are you ready? PG. Oh, yeah! Oh! You didn't get ready for it like you usually. Like a nut slap to the fucking face. It's on PGBL, making it two elephant humping weeks in a row on your ball bag podcast. And I'm ready to hear fuck you with an audio goodness. God, you're fucking. Hell yeah! St. <laughs> fucking Valentine's Day was last Sunday. And Valentine's Day is about chocolate. Flowers and fucking hearts and shit. So, so I was happier than a pig and shit when I got the Owen Hart DVD. See what I did there? Hearts for Valentine's Day? No? Well, fuck you, donkey dick. 
Roflamel. <laughs> Roflamel. Whatever it is. Any fucking way. NPG. <laughs> uh, My question for you to discuss is this. If the tragic event of May 23rd, 1999 had not happened, how much success would Owen Hart have had? Do you think he would have mounted the WWE and rode it like a wild stallion or remained mid-top roster? Thanks, fuckers. Your podcast is amazeballs. Have a great week, cocksmokers. Later, Jeeps. You want to go for, I'll, I'll go first. I'll let your voice. He would have had a world title run in there once, maybe. I think he would have went to WCW. Oh, uh, yeah. And then that would have burned a bridge. He probably would have been world champ in WCW. Oh, God, yeah. He would have been facing Booker T. Yeah. For which would have been good matches. In 2000. Yeah. You know but I mean? nobody would have been watching. No one would. And then, it would have been GI Booker or whatever the fuck uh, it was. Yeah, versus Captain Canada <laughs> Owen Hart or something, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and then he probably would have came no, back. No, it would have been. Owen the broken heart, and he would have been like emo. (laughs) His hair all the way on one side. Yeah, and a tear. Like a painted on tear. Owen the broken heart. Yeah. (laughs) And then he probably would have came back to WWE and had a similar run, but a little bit not as. He would have been in the invasion. Yeah, but he would have. I think he would have been like a little bit higher elevated as far as not being made fun of as much, but like that Chavo Guerrero. Yeah. He would have been not like the Kurt Angle guy. But the under the Kurt Angle, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On SmackDown, right? And then he's probably retired by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeeves, I like that. Emails, T Mac, three Ps each week. T Mac tells us what to be patient about this week in wrestling. What to, what we can find positive in it. He's gonna give us three of those. Yep. Here you go. P one, it's a positive, and Kay. it's the cruiserweight tournament. I'm very excited about that. I'm excited about this too. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be on the network. It's gonna be awesome. I like that so much. P2, it's the Dudleys. I like that they're heels, and I like that they're true heels. Me too. Not yeah. like the New Day heels where it's fun and yeah. yeah no, blah, blah, blah. no, they're beating your ass. They don't care. Yeah. Here's you want us to how, do this, we're not fucking doing it. Here's how hard they commit to heel. He's like, no matter what we say, no matter what we fucking do, when we put somebody through a table, they're going to cheer. We're going to tell them, fuck you, you don't get tables. Right. Hey? Yes. Yes. Just, I like, fuck you, no tables. Do you think someone puts them through a table? Mm. That'd be cool, mm. wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then P3. P3. Is another positive. Another positive. And it's that the IC title was moved off of Dean Ambrose, making the main event of Fastlane more intriguing because it was almost how I told you. You're not going to give a mid-carder who's never been the world champion the IC title and Heavyweight championship. Right. Now it adds that. Now that maybe Dean could they win. They pulled some random. Right. They were like, fuck it, Chris Jericho, first uh-huh. unified. Fuck it. Why yeah, not? Why not? And so right. moving that IC title off of Dean Ambrose adds intrigue to both the IC title, because now you got a Kevin Owens match that means something again, and then the main event to where maybe Dean has a shot. Maybe so. And I like that. And lot. I like how he's like, oh, Roman, oh, gotcha. Uh-huh. Uh, you got me quicker than that. Yep. <laughs> I like that a lot. All right, so there you go. So There's good. the three Ps. I like it. This has been a good week, man. Mm-hmm. God, what a great interview we had. That Amazing. was fun. And if you're in the area, try out. Try out. Get all swole. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to come back next week for episode 135 of the Spanish Announce Table. 
Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's next week. Right here. SpanishDownsTable.net. And? It's been about, okay, it's been 10 years since U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas has asked a question from the bench. <laughs> yep, doing his job. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Redman!